0: Sports Radio 560, WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale presents The Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, call 567-0560, toll-free in Miami-Dade and Broward, or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560, Q-A-M.
1: It's Friday, you bastard. Homosexuals are more popular than ever before.
0: And that's why TBS has colorized
1: and homosexualized two movie classics for your viewing pleasure this weekend. Sunday at noon, enjoy a classic love story with a new twist. It's William Shakespeare's timeless tale, Romeo and Julius. Romeo. <laughs>
2: Wherefore art thou, Romeo? I'm right here. you. I beseech you. Where? Here, right behind you, Julia. Face yourself. Now, shut up. don't like it did thou know it
1: Then, and three. TBS uh, presents one of uh, movie all-time homosexualized writers, Ivan Homo. I've come to be the king. And who are you? Why, I'm his queen.
3: Uh,
1: Ivan Homo. Don't miss it this Sunday. And next week is John Wayne and the Blind Les And the children's classic adventure, Homo Alone. CBS, your entertainment alternative for alternative alternatives.
4: Well, here we go again, boys and girls. The overhead speakers ain't working this morning. Nothing is working in here because, you know, I want to know why. Because it's the, U- the QA. I-, I can't even say it. I can't even hear myself think. That's what it is. Which I can't hear that anyway. As the technical disaster continues, I understand yet. By the way, does anybody think I was here yesterday? No. No, I was
5: not here yesterday. Was it tape? What is that? Temporary what? That doesn't work in here anyway. It doesn't work.
4: It doesn't work on this board. We've tried that eight million times. And now that the whammy people are not here anymore with that little speaker we used to use every time this would happen, what happened, there's no overhead at all. I can hear nothing. But, hey, let's hear it again for the technical incompetence you QN. This room actually wasn't great, but, you know, we finally headed down almost to a bad science for a while there. And then they decided, oh, well, let's put all the other people in there for a week because Greg Reed's in a big-ass hurry to impress the Super Bowl assholes from the NFL. And they potskied around with every piece of equipment that we've got. And now, guess what? Nothing works in this joint. Absolutely, positively, zippity do around The big, oh! that's what works in there. I hope you can hear that because I couldn't. This is this is beautiful. This is just exactly what you'd expect. Because Greg Reed's in a big hurry. See, I'm in a big hurry to get my bonus check yesterday, which I was out sick yesterday, so I'm assuming it's here today. Is it here today? No. No. Because it was due yesterday according to you know the legal deal that we got. Is it here? No, that's just your money. Don't worry about that. But we got we're in a big ass hurry to impress everybody. So like yesterday morning we had that disaster with the guys outside out on remote, losing the line five hundred times, putting on ESPN radio or whatever the hell it was. It is totally, absolutely unbelievable. And do we see an engineer anywhere in sight? No. He's on his way. I, I can't hear you, don't you understand? See, you're talking to me, but I can't hear you. The audience can hear you, which is great. The audience can hear George, oh! which is good. So I have all kinds of stuff to pass along. First of all, condolences to, I mean, just about everybody. It's a horrendous week. Our good friend Murray from Wayne Arnold's passed away yesterday, very prematurely, great guy. Our condolences to his family. Kevin Kitchens, who I never knew but I knew of who was at O for years, at the RMF for years, JNO's FM, and then was over at EAT. 39 years old, he's dead. Unbelievable story. And what I'm hearing, you know, this, I just, I'm sorry, but this is just unacceptable, is what this is. I feel like I'm talking into a goddamn tin cup, which I might as well be. But, hey, it's the, uh, like I said, the QAM and way, and we just continue with this technical incompetence. Can't find an engineer for love or money because this studio doesn't count for anything, okay? It doesn't mean anything. We're just window dressing here. And so the the amount, of in, the amount of involvement, the amount of care, the amount of technical concern that we've had for this studio since they're busy pochking around with all this other stuff is none. zippity do da, 0 Let the other guys come in here and screw everything up, but do we get the engineer back down here to fix it? No. Put it back together again like Humpty Dumpty? No. We can't do it. Cannot do it. And finally, when I'm starting to feel better, because I finally actually went to a living and breathing doctor yesterday over at Cleveland Clinic, my good friend Dr. Pasquodniak, who got me off that at. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I just might be out of the woods now. I'm feeling a lot better. I don't have all that flush in my puss. And I come in here, and all of a sudden, I'm being, I don't think it's an allergy to Adelaide. I think it's an allergy to this place. It's got to be. Because I've been doing this for about 600 years, and I have never, I mean, we've had all kinds of technical problems over the year. I've been through it all. You name it, I've been through it. I've gone out to broadcast high school sporting events with no goddamn phone line hooked up like an hour before the game, and still, I did one broadcast a high school football game standing on top of a car. Many years ago, I don't think I'd be wanting to stand on a car in my fat shape today, but nevertheless, so I've encountered every kind of technical disaster you could imagine, but this place has got a special place in my heart, man, because they come up with stuff that has never been invented. Every single day is a major challenge, even though that we're all one big happy family in the same building now, they just can't get crap on the air. What, what are we
5: doing? Where is the, I, don't, I don't know why I'm asking you a question because I can't hear you anyway. He's what? There's something we can try. Like what? Going home? Sounds good to me. Sounds very appealing to me.
4: And they don't have my bonus check. How do you like that? Which was due yesterday. Yesterday was 10 days after. 10 days after the numbers came out. Is it here? No. Sucking. how many times in a row have we gone through this? Every single time. You see, when Greg Reed snaps his fingers, then we've got to get everybody in that thing upstairs because he's got to impress the NFL. But when you have a contract with this man, when he actually owes you money or has some kind of obligation, well, we'll get around to it when we feel like it.
5: Absolutely unbelievable and unacceptable. And you know something? I'm starting to get that uh, flush back
4: again. I felt so great. Like 15 minutes ago, And I'm starting to get that flush back in my puss again. I was out of the woods. I thought, Jesus, Christ and Joseph. After eight weeks of misery, I finally got a doctor that had some idea what's going on, gave me a different drug for my blood pressure. No flush, no mess, no muss. And here we are with another technical nightmare this morning. So at any rate, a lot of people, I guess, thought that I was here yesterday. And George says the phones were ringing
5: off the hook, which I have no idea why. Must have been a pretty damn good uh, deceptive tape, anyway.
4: <sighs> Seven minutes after 10 at 560 WQAM.
6: Among folk music's greatest names are Peter, Paul, and Mary. But before Mary, there was Bob. And now, Case smell Records has discovered the lost tapes of Peter, Paul, and Marley.
3: How can it slip to its eggs, everything.
6: Here's your chance to own a piece of musical history that didn't change the world, but might have if someone had ever actually heard it. Peter, Paul, and Marley.
3: Pop the magic ganja and you'll be and if you pop enough you probably see.
6: Peter, Paul, and Marley. Every song strikes a chord. Every song warms the heart, and every song contains the words Ja and Irie.
3: I'm the tree, very pretty, and the leaves are also green. If you smoke as much as me, you'll say Ja and see Irie. Get to your
6: music store soon and experience Peter, Paul, and Marley before it all goes up in smoke.
3: Tablespoons
7: of cinnamon And two or three egg whites A half a stick of butter
5: Melted
7: Stick it all in a bowl, baby Stir it with a wooden spoon Mix in a cup of flour You'll be in heaven soon Everybody have seen my balls, they're big and salty and brown If you ever need a
5: quick, pick
7: me up, just stick my balls in your mouth Ooh, suck all my chocolate salted balls Stick them in your mouth and suck them Suck all
3: my chocolate salted balls They're fast
7: full of vitamins and good for you So suck all my balls
3: Want a cup of unsweetened chocolate And a half a cup of brandy and throw in a bag or two of sugar And just a pinch of vanilla Breathe up the cookie sheet Cause I hate with my balls stick
7: Then preheat the oven to three finish and give that spoon a lick.
3: Say everybody, haven't seen my balls? They're big, and salty, and brown.
7: If you ever need a break, pick me up. Just stick my
3: balls in your mouth. Stuck on my chocolate chocolate balls. Put 'em in your mouth and them
7: Stuck on my chocolate chocolate balls. They're packed full of goodness,
3: high in fiber. on my balls.
7: Hey, wait a minute. What's that smell? It smell like something's burning. Well, that don't confront me none. As long as I get my rent paid on Friday. Baby, you better get back in the kitchen. Cause I got a sneaking suspicion. <laughs> oh man, baby. Baby! You
3: just burned my bow! My bow is on fire! My bow burning! on fire!
4: 1016 at 560 WQN. So anyway, we we're going to do the Neil Rogers show today, actually live and not on tape, and I have a whole bunch of people on here that I could talk to. The only problem is I can't hear them. So I can't take any calls, and I could sit here and go, bop, 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 like for four hours like that. But guess what? I'm not going to go sit here and go, bop, 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 like that because I can't hear myself think because our overhead isn't working. Because like I told you a minute ago, nothing in here works the way it's supposed to, the way it used to before they decided to use this as like the guinea pig, while they were putting the big bums rush on, again, for the benefit of Greg Reed and his ego, so we could look good to everybody, wouldn't have to put the NFL people out there in the other building and see the toilet over there in Sheridan Street. Here's just one more example of the QAM way, baby. You can do it the right way or you can do it this way. The absolute positive, bush-leg wrongest way that any idiot could think of in the world. And like I said, you know, we're sitting here, we've got those graphs in there that Fat Boy brought us, with the, the ratings on their show in many of the hours, double what the, the morning and afternoon drive put together, and then some, I have with a half point to spare. Not to mention all these spots on the log, okay, kicking serious ass here in midday in spite of this place. But what do we get? Do we get even a minimal amount of input? Do we get a minimal amount of assistance from engineering, from the program director who goes up and down the elevator, up and down? Here he goes, up and down. He's the up and down PD, baby. Used to be he's over there, PD, but now he's
5: just up and down the old shaft, up and down it. That's his thing. If you need me, I'll be upstairs. Need you for
4: what? What has this man done for us in the last 13 months and five days? Can you name one thing that he has done for us? that he can facilitate, that he can get done, that he's involved in making sure that we put the pieces of this puzzle back together again after we had all these people potchking around in here, after we had big fat slobs slathering chicken uh, livers and goose livers all over the goddamn board and in every piece of equipment in there. Nothing. zippity doo Just, hey, you know, we don't understand. What's the problem? We have no idea. I guess, I guess what we ought to be doing is let's just go out on 441 and talk. They'll hear us. We'll still be on the air. We'll get the spots in. We'll just go out on the road and talk. No microphone, no studio, no equipment, no board. They just don't get it. I mean, when I tell you that even the most basic elementary things that have to do with broadcasting, this company doesn't get, you're you're laughing. You're (laughs) thinking like I'm exaggerating. I am here ruefully today to tell you that I'm not exaggerating even a teeny weeny little bit. They just don't effing get it. They don't communicate. They don't get involved. They don't fix stuff that other people screw up and get broke. And the the saddest part of it is they don't give a crap. They don't care. Nothing you can say or do will shame them into changing in any way, shape, or form. And what are they running about worried about right now? They're worried about the ratings party that they're going to be throwing. They're going to have a big party. Oh, yeah, they're going to have a big party to celebrate the ratings, which on this station, the only ratings we had that were anything to talk about were here in midday. Am I going to be there no. at that Reigns party? And the other thing that they're going to have the party for is now to congratulate themselves on the great move into this new building. <laughs> it's been just a be- what a great piece of work this has been. Seriously, you, you sat there quarter to ten. I felt better than I have in eight weeks. I was out of the woods. I didn't have the flush and the push. I thought, Jesus Christ, I, you know, I went to see like a real doctor yesterday. I got off the Adelaide. Thanks to that lady, by the way, that called me weeks ago about the side effects of Adelaide. Thank you, sweetheart. I think you may have been right. I think. Although, you know, it doesn't get out of your system in one day when you've been taking it for two years. So evidently there's just enough left in there for the stress of this place to, like, start the, you know, the old flush again. I'm flushing it, yeah. Who is that? Who is that standing in the door?
5: I, I can't hear you anyway. Who was it? Bluff? Doing what? He has my bonus check? Oh, well, isn't that great? Like I said, Duff always comes through for us. What?
4: Well, what are you laughing about? Isn't that what I just, what I just said a minute ago? Uh-huh. Yeah, I said that. That goddamn jackass with a bad haircut, he always comes through for us. Look, like that's supposed to compensate for this, you know? I mean, we, see, they don't understand. It's not Every time they do something that they're contractually bound to do, it's like the day that he finally brought you the bonus check, Greg Weed, months after you were screaming and yelling and we had to make a joke out of it. And then they paid me money that was past due for like three months that my, my attorney and I had forgotten about. And it was like, gee, you ungrateful bastard, why don't you kiss our ass now? We're actually paying you money that we owe you. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand that. Do you get it? No. I don't understand it. We're paying you money that we owe you. You should be, uh, you
5: know, and it, it's only like a day late and you weren't here yesterday anyway. We probably would have had it you yesterday. It's just unbelievable. Just astonishing. And he's
4: standing in there with a smile on his puss, like, this is, uh, there's something amusing here. This is not amusing. This is pathetic. I don't care if the check, if the check has got like seven numbers in it, yes. Then I'd be excited. That check isn't going to change my life, okay? I'll take it. It ain't going to change my life. And it would be a hell of a lot more, by the way, if the other day parts were pulling their goddamn dead, big, fat weight, not to mention any names. because that's costing all of us money, too. But nevertheless, like I said, let's have a ratings party. Oh! Let's celebrate. Let's have a big party to celebrate this tremendous move that could make Greg Reed feel like a real big shot with the NFL people, even though he walks around looking like he just crawled out of the sack, fumpy and uh, lumpy, with even a worse Roman haircut than our program director, that faggy Roman haircut, you know, that uh, Luis Miguel had for about two minutes. Till, uh, you know, after he did that haircut, that's when he started running around with all these chicks putting on this big act. He got married six times in the last two months, Luis Miguel, and he still ain't fooling nobody,
5: is he? No. No.
4: But, you know, I'm just sitting here in a vacuum. I I feel like I just want to sit on the floor and just uh, stare off into space. Okay, so let me just, since I wasn't here yesterday... Sean Burke won that game on Wednesday night. They didn't mention that the uh, Panthers pounded the Leafs five to two, although they didn't really pound them. It was four two, and they empty net goal. And it really, it should only have been three two because of the one goal at the uh, you know. But well, we don't complain. Like I said, the Panthers needed the game more than the Leafs. Paul Bellbury is kicking ass, but Sean Burke again played just unconscious. The Leafs didn't look bad, but I want to tell you how dumb some of the people are in that arena. If you stand around and listen to the conversation, then you know that we don't have any hockey fans. I went out to take a leak in the middle of the second period. I come back, and, of course, the action's going on. So even though my seat is very close to the step and I could slip down there, I, you know, don't want to piss off the usher. I stand there waiting until there's a stoppage of play. Well, there was no stoppage for, like, four minutes. It was just wild action, most of it in the Panther end. And the Leafs are shooting, and Sundin's got three or four chances. And Burke is playing unbelievably. He's making great save after save. And two assholes are standing behind me, and the one guy's going, oh, that Burke, he's killing us. you see that game against Dallas, those greasy goals he landed. In the meantime, he's making saves that haven't been invented yet. Then the game is almost over late in the third period, and we're still there. It's 4-1 Panthers at this point. And a guy who sits in our section, which I don't know this guy's name, but he's always there, who I thought might have some clue about something, but I should have known better. He gets up, and he's got a big smile on his face. He's walking out. He says to me, gee, I guess the Maple Leafs aren't what they used to be, huh, Neil? And I thought to myself, he's an asshole. They aren't what they used to be. Because I think, yeah, thank God they're not what they used to be. they got like a real team this year. Oh, but they played a bad game again, so I guess they're not whatever that means. Another typical comment you'd hear in the Macarena. And by the way, slowly but surely, I see on the news last night. I'm at the track channel surfing, and I get on the news channel, and here's a story about the they're showing the cups, the cup holders on the seats in the Macarena. In the upper bowl only, by the way. Don't get your hopes up if you're sitting in the lower bowl like I do. In the upper bowl, they're taking away the cup holders because the seats are too narrow and too, uh, and because they've had too many complaints. Now, there were seven goals scored in that game on Wednesday, six of them down at the shoot twice in. Of course, you could see the one in the empty net by Niedermar at the end. Yes, that we could see. Six goals scored down there. Did the red light go on that we could see for any of them? No. No. Are they ever going to fix that? No. They just don't care, like I said. But slowly but very surely, since it's now into the second half of the season, some of the people in the upper bowl, I guess some of the ones that sit in those like seat, those baby seats for people with a with a uh, very tiny, Rectum. narrow, Rectum. yeah. They're finally taking the cup holders away because it's just too congested and too small, and Wayne's got to squeeze as many bodies as he possibly can in there. You do understand that, don't you? Uh So there's no point in putting these people on hold. I mean, you know, again, we've lost, we had 80 million callers on there, and George tells me the phones rang off the hook yesterday during the tape, which I
5: find astonishing. What was that? I can hear you. You think think I can't hear you through the glass if you shout?
8: Third degree
4: about what? No, I'm sitting here doing a four hour monologue because I choose to do that. We have no overhead. The calls, we hear the callers in this studio on the overhead speaker. That's the point, boys and girls. I can't take any calls because I can't hear the callers, and we can't use headsets in this board because they don't work. We don't have any that are compatible. We've tried it eighty million times, or whatever the problem is, it doesn't work. Now back when we had Whammy in here, if for no remember I used to say that. I used to say, gee, that ruined the day that they're going to leave, believe it or not, because then we won't at least have uh, the people with a little tiny speaker they used to hook up. They, every And this happened several times while they were here, during the several months that they were here taping. And this thing would go out, which, of course, has never been fixed properly and just keeps going out over and over again because it's the Beasley-Reedway with the cheapest crap that money can buy, not to put like a real studio in here with real stuff that works permanently, makeshift horseball crap but we don't have that little speaker anymore. We don't even have a makeshift little speaker that we could hook up so that I could have like a temporary overhead just as a backup, just in case we have another situation like today. So the technical amazement and embarrassment continues. What's sub with that check? Did he walk out of there with it or he left it there? He was holding it like, it was, like he wanted part of it or something. Yeah, sniff it, smell it. Yeah, smell that. By the way, wait till you hear who they hired in this place. Oh, and also, do we have a Pompano Park spot on the air? Talk about inept. Last night, Fat Rich and I were at the track. Oh, yeah, we do have a spot later, so I guess I'll mention the fact that they're open for simulcasting Sunday afternoons now. I'll mention that later. And they also have that big $125,000 race on February 27th featuring Red Bowtie. Do I have any information on that, by the way? No. No, no. But I just happened to see it there last night, and since they're my close personal friends there at Pompano Park, I thought I'd mention that. Since they're my longest standing sponsor, but they refuse to give us any information. And by the way, thanks very much, Ted Snell, for having all the windows on our end closed last night. No bedding windows at all on our end in the clubhouse on the sixth floor. So you had a, you know, and Fat Rich is uh, limping around like, uh, you know, on a bad knee. Just It's just amazing the way things are done in this town. It's the Florida effing way of doing business. I've been telling you that for a long time. It's like, hey, you know, why don't you just dummy up? We don't care. We're not trying to succeed. We're just fumbling our way through. That's the way it's done in Florida, mister. You've been here 100 years and you still haven't learned. 1028 is
3: 560 WQAM. You know, it's stinks in Miami town at 560 WQAM
6: loved him as Frazier on Cheers. You cherished him as Frazier on Frazier. Now, 17-time Emmy-winning and 38-time Betty Ford residing Kelsey Grammer is delving into uncharted territory with Kelsey Grammer sings Barry White.
1: If you don't mind my saying so, I feel that your love far exceeds that which I can get enough of. Or so as not to conclude my thought with a preposition, as it were, of your
6: love. I cannot get enough. Not since William Shatner's Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds and Pat Boone's Tutti Frutti has there been such a torrid juxtaposition of an Anglo-oriented song stylist interpreting otherwise enjoyable soulful melodic renderings.
1: Pardon me, ma'am, but when would be a convenient time for you and I to get it on?
6: Oh, yeah!
1: My mojo is working! At least I think it
6: is. Plus, if you act now, we'll throw in, at some additional charge, a free bonus track of Mr. Grammer's stirring rendition of Isaac Hayes' Shaft. Would you happen
1: to be privy to the knowledge of who that African-American detective is for whom many of the young ladies have amorous feelings? Oh, yeah. You're
6: darn tootin'. So, get Kelsey Grammer Sings Barry White. He makes very white, very white. Oh,
9: I really got my room working now. Mama, watch me work.
4: Ten thirty three at five sixty WQM, your dead station for the nineties. I realize our engineers, whatever we got, is overworked and they're here late at night and they're potching around upstairs because Gregory was in a big bums rush for this. But like I said before, in the meantime, what do we get down here? Anything? No. Nothing. Zero zippity doodah. Nothing. Like we don't exist. Like, uh, let's just hope for, let's cross our fingers, hope for the best, and hope that all the stuff that they undid down there during the last uh, week and a half, hope that it'll just, uh, you know, hold it together. Get out the scotch tape, get out the LaPage's glue, get out the crazy glue, mama, and just uh, hope it all kind of holds together. And we could put on some facsimile of a radio show or a radio station here. It's just, uh, just uh, unbelievable. It's unspeakable. Here it is. It's 1035. Have we seen or hair of an engineer yet?
5: No. I got my bonus check in my pocket. There you go. It's all there. It's all there because it's all from the ten to two from this show, is what it all is. Yeah, you follow my drift? Which, by the way, speaking of ten to two,
4: Fat Boy brought me more demographics: twenty-five to 30, or twenty-five to forty-four men. See if you look if you look hard enough. You find a story. I've told you that for years. If you take a rating book, even stations that barely are on the air, they'll find a story. Old lepers, you know, old lechers. Men 25 to 44, Hispanic, number one, 10 to 2. Let's go. How do you like that? Now, 18 to 24, they hate me like poison. And, of course, I don't believe that. They just won't put it down. We're number 10, men 18 to 24, Hispanic, very weak. And then you look through and, uh, let's see, men, uh, what was the other one? 25 to 34, which is a good demo, we're number three. So we're kicking ass. We still got all those picks out there. But if you look at men 50 plus, according to Arbitron, we are tied with about 10 other stations with a, oh! we have none. We don't have one Spanish, let's see, it says Spanish-Hispanic origin or descent. We don't have one over the age of 50 listening to the show. According to Arbitron, they couldn't find one. There wasn't one diary of one old male spick who listened to the show or admitted that they did it. So the younger they are and the older they are, in between like 25 and 50, we're in good shape. But the real young and then the real old. Of course the real old ones they're busy you know down at Domino Park, and what are they listening to? Number one by a mile, Radio Mambi, no speaking English. Pop pa pa, 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 pa pa yeah to help with Fidel. that crap. Non stop. They must bring in it's it's like the old farts, you know? It's like the old farts in Cemetery Village. Just when you think, you know, after enough years you've survived this town for enough years and maybe most of them have died off by now, they bring in busloads, they bring in crap loads of men to replace the ones that died off. Never changes. So anyway, this Kevin Kitchens thing, horrible story, 39 years old. And you were telling me that, and of course we can't have a conversation about this because I don't want to have a conversation screaming through the uh, the thin wall, the paper thin walls in the window. But evidently he uh, had heart problems, went for a stress test. And when he went home after the stress test is when he started having all kinds of problems. He was supposed to go for an angioplasty yesterday morning, didn't make it dead but at any rate the stress test i just want to give you i don't i don't want to interfere with people's medical stuff okay especially after this problem i've had for eight weeks but i do want to tell you this the stress test when they you go for the stress test all these cardiologists who love that stuff which cost an arm and a leg by the way if you don't have medical insurance you go for the stress test one of the uh, disclaimers they make you sign is a paper that says one of the side effects is sudden death and I'll never forget because I went to that Israeli pill doctor, the guy, the cardiologist that was taking the EKG every time I had a, every time I farted and it wasn't the right flavor. He had me taking another EKG, which built up the bill real nice. And plus, he was hoping, hoping to find something, because that that'd be his specialty. But that stress test, what they basically do is they put you on the treadmill and you're like huffing and puffing, and they got the wow, oh, come on, you can do it a little longer, a little longer, and then uh, sometimes it's, oh, you know, hey. you're dead. One of the side effects is possible sudden death. From the stress test. In fact, you know something. I like in working at WQM. I like it work, uh, Like in working for this company, to taking a nonstop stress test. It's like an endurance contest. How many barriers can we place in front of you? And how much stress can we inflict before you finally just crack? Before you just uh, <laughs> cave in. And it's amazing how in just 15 minutes I went from feeling like uh, I had gained 20 years on my life to feeling like I had just lost it back and then maybe another five or ten. I see our engineers in the building. That's a good sign. Now what's going to happen now? What's going to happen next? Look, I can, yeah, right. George George is doing Marcel Marceau. He's doing pantomime in it. Yeah, very quietly because I can't hear him. Okay, let's take a break and continue rolling along singing a song as the embarrassment never stops here at 560 WQM. Like I've told you before, Virginia, we got no competition. We got a free ride. We got clear sailing out there on the AM band. Nobody else in English has got a number that you can even shake your thing at. And we still just can't get it right because uh, they want to do everything the che- the Beasley Greed way, man. Cheap, 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 cheap. But they found money somewhere to hire that uh, thing upstairs. Huh? The thing. Do you know which one? The thing you told me about this morning. I'm not. Hey, fat boy is class compared to that. And by the way, speaking of fat boy, Jeff, High, he was in there this morning and I'm going to tell you Oh, I just heard steps and I heard. And I knew it was him in the hall. And I can't I can just barely even hear that. But that was him. I guess they must have had a meeting and they must have said, you know, there's a lot of bizarre people out there. Let's go out and hire. Oh, sorry. Like I said, a lot of bizarre people. Let's go hire all of these things. Right. And they are. I mean, this latest addition to our staff, which they can't afford, you know, real equipment. They can't, you know, make the commitment to really uh, get uh, more engineers in here. So these guys aren't working 28 hours a day. But somewhere along the line, they have money to go out and hire all of these things that they find on the street people that you wouldn't even let near your home. Forget about letting them into your home. You, If they were like within a two-block radius, you'd be calling the police, the FBI, the Secret Service, the White House. You'd be calling, uh, what's it, John Walsh on America's Most Wanted. What? What are you laughing about? I'm serious. Hey, we just hired a new uh, assistant for uh, the water Nazi. You know something? I think that's a good match, though. I think they'll get along swimmingly. Oh, 21 d 411 at 560 WQM. If
3: you're looking.
2: cigars in Monica's for China. All right.
3: She lets out a giggle when he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Well, he don't know where a stogie goes. I can see how there was some confusion between humid door and humid whore. And in Arkansas, the term cedar box means saw her naked. Stars report can lead to going blind. Now, Clinton, he was working hard late nights in the ovary office, working on a practical joke. He took a mac and noodle, put an exploding load in, for Monica was blowing rings of smoke. Bill's cigars in Monica's vagina She lets out a giggle Every time he makes it wiggle Monica is not the kind You can do in the behind Put a cigar in her vagina She don't mind Oh, people feel that Hillary's been Made a fool of by her husband Feel that Hillary was wrong Up in the Lincoln bedroom She was moaning, moaning Al Gore was doing her with Bill's old bong Bill's cigars and monikers, were she lets out a giggle Every friggin' time he makes it wiggle Monica is not the kind You can do in the behind But a cigar in her vagina She don't mind Oh, candy and candy. Yeah, Dutch master is faster Oh, yeah what you gotta do is take a tip a over oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, now come.
6: Pet forty
4: five at the home of unbelievable ineptness that just continues. Now I saw the engineer in there about what, seven minutes ago, it was seven, eight minutes ago. Now is this gonna be some kind of a project that they're are uh, they jury rigging, is the uh Jerry rigging, uh Jimmy rigging a thing? With the headphones, see, I've never, there's another thing, too. I've never seen a piece of equipment. I mean, granted, there are there are some headphones that don't match, you know, a certain piece of equipment, but generally speaking, in radio, you can take a headset and you plug it into the uh, phone jack, and all of a sudden you, you can hear what's going on. Can you do that here? No. No. How is that possible? How is it possible? We've tried every kind of headset that ever has been invented, plugging them into this headphone jack here. Has any one of them ever worked? No. I mean, can you hear anything? No. No. So now, now, what do they do? Do they send out to Kenya? I think that's our poll question for the day. What's going to happen first? Will they disconnect the life support from King Hussein, or will we get the headset down here that I'm supposed to be able to hear stuff so that we can actually take calls and do a radio show? I mean, we've already killed
5: the first hour. I mean, butchered it, destroyed it, devastated it. Not that these people care, of course. Seriously, how, how big of a project is that? What does it entail? What
4: is it we're going to have a head uh, a headphone that plugs into the board in there with a long cord, and then they're going to schlep a headset in here while they're trying to figure out the other problem with the overhead. Now, why is it that the headset will work in that board, but it
5: doesn't work in this jack? Is there a common in ad- that? Why doesn't it work in this, Jack? Oh, it's voodoo magic, yeah. Maybe Sonny Fox brought it over from just that regular old magic, the voodoo magic.
4: Because it's now like 13 before 11 o'clock. This, this, this is like when Hank was out there at the, uh, you know, when they were trying to give him a heart attack out at the, uh, NFL experience, at the near death experience, when they had to rush him to the hospital and when they were schlepping him out of there on a gurney. Yeah, that, that's what this, you know, I, I'm reading about all these other people dying now. Our good friend Murray from Wayne Arnold's he's dead. Kevin Kitchens, 39 years old, from EAT, he's dead. King Hussein, any minute now, he's going to be dead. We're not talking about old, old people. We're talking about, uh, you know, living and breathing people, dead. And these people are like, uh, this is their area of expertise. is like uh, putting you in your grave or the next best thing, do it. And God, they do a good job. Oh. Nice going, Greg. You really know how to do it. How many times have I told you this? See, you're, you just, uh, you're just in, in denial. You're just in denial. I've tried telling you a million times about certain – got everybody in this building pegged with science, right down to a science. I've never – I've been in this business 6,274 years. I've never worked anywhere, anywhere where I've had so many people that well, I won't talk to them, they won't talk to me, because there are just too many people that don't belong in here. Too many people who aren't even like even real people. How's that? Is it working, the headset or not? Oh, it is working. Oh, the way you looked there for just a second, I thought, oh boy, oh boy. They plugged it. They plugged it into the. Keep in mind, folks. Okay, the the board is in the other room. We have a headset with a long coronal extension on it, and we have it plugged into the board in the other room. Which now we're going to pass it by boopers and around the corner and through the hall
5: and down to Rosemary's house. Well, that was the idea. We're trying to get even. Oh, look at that. Oh.
4: Guess what? It cuts in and out. But I guess if I just don't move it, it'll be just fine. There you go. Do you have any idea what this sounds like? No, 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 don't turn it up. Don't uh, do anything with it because if it's any like, it sounds like uh, crap. But, hey, now we can take some calls. Okay, let's go. Seriously, I sound like like some kind of a two-year-old retard, like that guy that they hired uh, upstairs, that creature, the new creature in a building. Seriously, I want to, let me just give you a little piece of advice, okay? If you are desperate for a job and you look like you just called out of a, uh, out of a uh, dumpster, if you look like the most desperate creature on the face of the earth that not only couldn't get hired anywhere but that nobody would ever speak to, come over here. They'll hire you in two seconds. Oh! You're hired. And you might actually get paid before anybody else because they like that. They gravitate toward it. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. I mean, all the while that we've been here, these monitor levels, the overhead level, it's like they're either almost off or they're like blasting, and it's like every, everything in here, as they say in China, is Ungapotsky. And now look at look at all the calls we had on there before. It's now 10 before 11 o'clock. I give the numbers out, and I got two calls on there because we're dead in the water. The show has been butchered and murdered. Somebody ought to be in jail. Somebody ought to be getting ready to go on death row for what's happened to the show today. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Great.
8: I got a pretty cool story that a buddy of mine told me. I don't know how true it is, but I'll tell it to you anyways. His cousin fooled around with Monica Lewinsky like five years ago. Uh huh. He told me that they he got her naked, whatever. They were you know fooling around, and he told me the stench once once she got naked. Yeah,
4: no, it wasn't. It was uh, Josh Friedman. You're confused, okay? You're confused. Here's Boca. Hello. Boca. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir.
10: You're a douchebag.
4: Oh, there you go. Okay, that's our calls for today. Thank you. I think I'm going home now. We actually sat down here had a whole bunch of people waiting there to talk at 10 o'clock, and that's uh, that's our medley of our call today. They got nothing to talk about anything. Five, six, and, of course, they're all not there anyway now. They're all gone. Hey, Neil, just go out here and make magic, okay? Just uh, do a radio show. We're not going to give you anything to do it with. Just go in there and make magic. Perform a miracle for us. One call on the board. Are we going to talk to anybody? Is anybody still listening? Is anybody that called at the beginning of the show still have anything they want to talk about here today or not, as the case may be? Let's find out right now because at 11 o'clock I can already be in the car on the way down to the Hershey Highway. 567 0560 and Pound 560 on a mobile one line. Jesus, Joseph, and Saul. Just when you think you're out of the goddamn woods, they pull you back in. That's right. They just reach right out, and they grab you back in. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Mobile in Hollywood. Okay, nice talking to you, too. Carl Gables, hello.
11: Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Great. Um,
12: I, I have a, I have, a, um, I have I heard a story about a, um, a priest over at St.
4: Brendan's. Yeah, great. Good. I'm happy for you. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Lauder, uh, what does that say, Lauderkill? Hello.
8: How about those Panthers, huh? Yeah. I didn't see anything from the Maple Leafs that night.
4: You must not have watched the game.
8: Well, did they play the night before?
4: Yes.
13: I don't know. Well, what does that mean
4: you didn't see? How about all those saves that Burke had? They were all over him like stink on crap. What kind of game are you watching, sir? He played a spectacular game. game. You know nothing about it then, okay? Get a life. He didn't see anything from the Maple Leafs. Again, another jackass. He, you know, here's a choo-choo train coming right through his living room. I don't see it. You know, that's the kind of guy this is. He don't hear it. He don't see it. He don't smell it. Maybe Josh Friedman could get invited to his house. Here's a lady mobile in Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. How are
14: you doing
4: today? Just not, wonderful.
14: Not good, huh? Why does
4: everybody call and start by saying how are you doing today? I mean, if you're uh, listening, do you have any question in your mind how I'm doing?
14: No, not at all. I just, you know, thought I'd start off a conversation. Uh-huh. Um, listen, yesterday, like, this has nothing to do with sports or or the president or anything, but yesterday I ride horses, so yesterday I was out at the farm, and I've been riding for 14 years with the same trainer, and um, her husband happened to bring up um, radio and blah, 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 and I, I mentioned your name, and she had said that her dad, who's Harold Unger, had operated on you a while ago. What? At Mount Sinai, Harold Unger. Yeah. He had operated on you. I just thought yeah, it
4: the, gall, cool. the gallbladder return almost killed me, yeah. Yeah.
14: I was in the yeah. hospital
4: four days. I thought it was going to croak.
14: Yeah, so I just thought it was funny because, like, I, I've been with him forever, and then, like, he's like my second grandfather. So yeah. I just brought up your name, and that's what she said. So I was like, well, oh.
4: Keep him away from me. Okay, have a great day, sweetheart, whatever you say. Oh, my God. Open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Real tinny pair of uh, headphones. These must be from uh, Kmart. Oh, no, they they wouldn't sell anything this cheap at Kmart. This must be mail order from uh, Sapporo, Japan. Here's a
5: mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. North Miami. Hello.
8: Why don't you retire and get off the air? Yeah,
4: why don't you retire, okay? Here's another guy that's listening. He's put up with this whole hour of incompetence and lunacy. Why don't you retire and get off the air? Because then you'd have nothing to do, sir. Then you wouldn't have a goddamn thing to do in your pathetic, meaningless life. That's the only reason I come in every day is just because I know that if I did retire and get off the air, that you would have nothing to do. Open line and date, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. This is good. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
8: Hi. Yes, how are you?
4: Great. I'm doing great.
8: Listen, I'm from New York, and I just want to tell you I'm down here, and you have a fabulous show. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering, is there any way of hearing it up there?
4: No. On the audio no? net, on the audio net, you can hear it if you've got a pewter.
8: Okay. I mean, it's fantastic. And, and also that song that James Taylor uh, sounded like, who is that?
4: James Taylor Jr.
8: <laughs> any way of getting a copy? Is it for sale? No. Well, it's a fantastic song. I I almost had an accident. It was so funny.
4: Excellent. Okay, have a great time, pal. Thank you. And don't stay here too long. You'll hate it. Okay. Okay. Two open lines in date, 5670560, pound 560 on our mobile one line, 1056 at QAM.
0: The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.
14: It's Friday, you bastards.
3: I was an altar boy one who was young and enough. My priest said to me, son, it's time to have some bomb. Get down on your knees. He had me down on my knees. Yeah. He was a Catholic priest who said the Lord would be pleased if yes, I got down on my knees. Yeah. But he knows oh. with the priest to do. After that, I would love to his balls. He had, he had me down on my knees. Yeah. He had me down on my knees. He said you know how to please. Come on and satisfy me. I want you down on your knees. Yeah. Father, darling, you I still see You're one-eyed wonder warm above me I was an altar boy Oh, poor, weird, dirty bed I don't do that no more And I'm still not a He me down on your knees He had me down on my knees he was the cat of the tree who said the Lord would be if I get down on my knees All right. at
4: 560 WPM. There you go. We can hear things. Of oh! course, came in here with his band-aids, with his little tool kit, with his little tool, and put it all together for us. Boy, that's, uh, it's, oh, 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 man. Hey, I want to thank uh, Rick Carl from Ascension Photo. I don't, I don't really know why I want to thank him, molo. it was a nice gesture on his part who sent me a big bunch of these aerial photographs of the Macarena. I mean, uh thanks for the uh, pictures, Rick, with a nice letter associated with it. You know, really, it's, uh, it says, you know, too bad that they're uh, crappy and not good quality, but nevertheless, uh, here you are. Pictures of the Macarena, which from the outside and from far away looks pretty, uh you know, not too bad. Looks like a big, big building in the middle of a cow pasture. And inside, it looks beautiful. It looks spacious. It's fantastic. But, of course, again, uh, not too many things work. And like I said, finally, they're starting to taking the cup holders away on the upper bowl because I guess a lot of people banged up their knees. And as Fat Rich knows, you don't want to bang up your knee because it could wind up in a big, fat lawsuit. Here's a mobile in Cutler Ridge. Hello.
8: Good morning. Uh, yes, uh, sir. Yes, uh, yesterday, I caught the tail end of the conversation
10: you're having with a gentleman. I wasn't doctor. having
4: any conversation, sir. Yesterday, show was on tape. I was at the doctor getting my life straightened out, so I really wouldn't know what you were talking about.
10: Well, can I, can I tell you? Sure. Uh, you were having some discomfort with your heel, and you went to a, a podiatrist? That's,
4: that's, that's last year's ailment. That's long gone.
10: Oh, I'm sorry to trouble you because I had the same thing, and I ended up going to a vascular surgeon. They solved the problem.
4: I didn't go to any surgeon, and it solved itself. It took 10 months, and it's long gone. I'm, I'm happy for you. Just Have stay nice away day. from proctologists who want to give you uh, magnets for your shoes. <laughs> Have a nice day. And sir. back to you, sir. Yeah, that, that was last year's ailment. Now we got this year's, which I thought was, like, all done with the Adelat lady and the uh, doctor over there at the Cleveland Clinic. See, just when I was about right, you're right. See, the doctor that you think is great is the last one you went to. That's always the doctor you think or the veterinarian you think is great. was the last one you took your dog to. And then you wait a few days. Then before you rush in a preliminary judgments, let's wait and see how this flies. Because I sat here this morning and, man, there was no flush in my face and there was the, this rash on my neck was going away. I don't have the headaches behind the eyes. I woke up yesterday morning feeling like crap. And I called George and I said, I will not be in today. I'm going to go find like a real doctor if it's the last damn thing I have to do. And then I came in here, and all of a sudden, that stress factor. I guess I, I, maybe somebody knows how long before a drug like that gets out of your system. A prescription drug—it's got to be in there for you know days, doesn't it? Wouldn't you think? Especially after you've been. First of all, it's time release, and number two, I've been taking it for two years. So, what do you think about six, seven years before that gets out of your system? Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
15: Hey, I've been listening to. Um your
13: show, and Hank, and the, the worst team lately, and this whole thing about Eugene Robinson. I know you've, you're, you've hashed it out, but people keep calling in, and, and I don't mean to be racist, but these African-Americans that live here in South there Florida. There is no
4: such thing as African-Americans or these black people, yes? Okay.
8: <laughs> they keep calling in and defending the guy. Why? Because he's uh, black? Basically, yeah. You know, It's like someone called up yesterday on Hank's show and talked about Doug Williams and said, Doug Williams should be in the Hall of Fame. For what? I mean, what did he ever do? I mean, who cares for,
4: about what? What does that have to do with Eugene Robinson?
8: Well, yeah, but
3: uh, it's just it's. But, Doug, Williams. Doug
4: Williams should be in the Hall of Fame because he didn't pick up a hooker on Biscayne Boulevard. Maybe well, that's it. Well,
3: and, and then maybe they, they
4: should have a separate division for jocks who never picked up a hooker on Biscayne Boulevard. We'll have a separate division of the Hall of Fame.
15: Right. Well, they had this other black guy call in this morning, and he got on Fuzzy Zeller. You know, and so Fuzzy's you a, you have a,
4: you have a bad memory, don't you? Remember the during the O.J. thing. And we still have, if I were to ask right now, we still have a whole bunch. We had a woman call last week, Incoherent, giving me a song and dance about how everybody knows O.J. didn't do it and so on. It was racist and then all this other bull crap. Right. You, have a, you have a segment of the black community, just like any other ethnic group. Their people can do no wrong. It's always a frame-up. It's always racism. It's always bigotry. So uh, why even deal with those people? Why even dignify them?
15: I guess you're right. You know, it's, just, it's
5: frustrating to sit here. I, w- I wouldn't
4: waste my time with that. I mean, you know, I'm on the way to the doctor yesterday. I turned on the radio, and the first caller they're talking to on a morning show is Billy the Jet Fan, and I reached over and went, click, and I solved my problem immediately. <laughs> have a great day, pal. All right. Billy the Jet Fan. I mean, you talk about desperation,
5: uh-huh.
4: but you know they—hey, they're the experts, man. When you got a head that big, there must be a reason for it. We have an open line in day one in Broward five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. So the first hour today, just you know, kind of cross it out of your life. I have—I've already done that with me. Crossed it out. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir.
8: Hey, now now I know why
4: you've got that countdown clock on your website. I thought my company was Bush League. How do they expect you to do a radio talk show when you can't even get calls in? Right. I mean, way, well, there was one day Hank sitting out there at the, at the stadium, sick as a dog uh, last week. Or they, was,
8: they sent the worst team out out, out to keep this game. Yeah, they, I know
4: they were off the year like more than they were on the year. It was it's ridiculous. See, see, when you got all these technical problems. The last thing in the world you want to do is send a lot of people out to do outside remotes. But don't confuse these people because they get a lot of money for that. They don't care. All they want to do is sell and sell and sell and sell. And if it comes on here and makes us all schlock or makes people sick and makes Hank nearly have a heart attack and have to be rushed to the hospital and makes me feel like I'm having a relapse before I had a chance to even get better, they don't care. This company, they're they clueless. All they know is just grind the money through there and let's fumble our way through and let's try to make the boss look good. I'll
12: tell you, there must be a lot of suction going on in that in that I Sir, I'm
4: going to tell you, there are more, I have never been in a building where there are more naked pictures hidden away in drawers. (laughs) I don't know who's, I know some of the people that have them, I don't know where they're hidden, but trust me when I tell you, this building is loaded with naked pictures. You
12: better wear a hard hat, because that building's going to implode.
4: Okay, have a great day, Bye. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on our AT&T wireless line. Here's a lady mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey,
16: Neil, how are you? Okay. Uh, how come you never
14: talk about the Miami Matadors?
4: How come I never talk about them? Because nobody is interested in them, including me.
14: Oh, you got to go to them. They're great.
4: No, I will not be going to them any more than anybody else goes to them, okay? I'm not interested in going to see a minor league hockey team when I have a national hockey league team that plays two minutes away from my house.
16: Well, if, you, if they're two minutes away from your house, that's one thing. But for people in Miami, the Matadors are a great team to watch. Yeah, You gotta
4: go out there. You you just don't understand. You can keep saying you gotta go out there. It isn't gonna happen. People are not gonna go there. They're getting less than a thousand people a game now.
16: I know. There's no
4: interest in hockey in this town. Don't you understand that? This is not a hockey town.
14: How can we change that?
4: You can't. (laughs) You can't.
16: Well, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people missing
4: a great sport out there. Yeah, well, I, I don't disagree with you on that, but this is not a hockey town, sweeter. Even all these people that show up, just like this guy that called me a few minutes ago about he was at the game Wednesday night and he saw nothing from the Maple Leafs. There was nothing <laughs> wrong. They played a good game. It's just that our goaltending was great. Sean Burke played a great game. But these people show up there, they don't even know what they're seeing. Like the guy that walks out in my section says to me, oh, I guess the Leafs aren't what they used to be. <laughs> Whatever that means, because they <laughs> lost the game. He wouldn't know a Maple Leaf if it fell off a tree in his backyard.
16: Well, you're right. We've got a lot of fickle fans out there. No,
4: we, no, we, don't, we don't have fickle fans. We have dumb people who, don't, uh, who I don't know what they're interested in, but believe me, hockey is not it. Trust me. It's very sad to me, but believe me when I tell you, this is not a hockey town, and it never will be.
16: Well, I think you ought to at least let people know that the matadors are out Man, there. Man,
4: I have let them know. I've given away tickets. I've pushed it. I've yanked it. I've pulled it. They're out there. People call in. The uh, ten people that like, go to the games. I wish them <laughs> nothing but luck and uh, good luck to you. Ba, 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 ba. you know, trying to, I'm trying. It's, it's, it's like trying to force feed a goddamn five uh, hundred pound bowling ball through a, a two inch hole. They're just, uh, there's no interest. They don't care. There is absolutely, positively no interest. And like I told you months ago, when they started this disastrous experiment, it was never going to fly. It was doomed before it started. It was doomed before the first game they ever played there. Because the idea that this town would support a minor league hockey team, <laughs> even, even if we didn't have the Panthers, even setting that aside, Is there any chance this town would support minor league hockey? No. Not a Chinaman's chance in purgatory, baby.
8: Oh, yeah, that Burke, he's killing us. You see all those horrible goals he let in against
4: Dallas? In the meantime, as these two assholes are talking to each other, he's out there standing on his head. He's making saves that are unbelievable. Sundin is out there shaking his head like, what have I got to do to stick it in the net? He's uh, he's playing for like four minutes straight.
5: They don't get it. They do not get it.
4: I'll say it again, I've revised my figures, 5% of us who go to those games, we know the sport, we know the team, we know what it's all about, we're fans, 5%. The other 95% are socializers, they're posers, they're people who got corporate tickets from somebody else. 3% of us who go, it's uh, 10 minutes after 11 at 560 QM, is your Suck
16: it in and hold it.
3: About movement. Now would be nice about movement. Had too much rice on my toilet where I belong would be paradise about movement finally begun I can wait here. Empty my colon and if you come In here I hold your breath From this moment on I don't know exactly when this is starts Maybe when I let that moose Nothing to part just a bear and died far to find I did to do all about moving. Now I'm in a rush, I am feeling. Wait to give it, a flush. My bowel movement's it puts the Martian in the basket. It's
2: 11
4: 15 at 560 WQM. You know, uh, I think we learned something fascinating yesterday. Maybe you learned it. And that is that when I wasn't on here and the show was on tape, and most people were uh, too stupid to realize that it was a tape. Everybody I've talked to says the phones were ringing off the hook solid, all six lines, jamming, all four hours. And it's like when a whammy show was on, and we used to uh, give the numbers on, and people like engineers might be uh, working in here at night, although I don't think it could have been engineers. But at any rate, uh, maybe the mouse in the corner used to tell us about it. And they would put the numbers on the screen there, and the phones would be smoking off the hook. Even though there were numbers for this radio station and it was a TV show that was taped hours before or days before in some cases, phones bring it off the hook. But when I'm actually here and ready to talk to people, it's like a whole other story. So maybe we'll just play tapes every day and the phones will let us smoke. We'll never answer them. Yeah, maybe, that, maybe that's the problem, the fear that we actually might answer them and put them on the air. But calling a tape, that's what they like. Oh, yeah. We have two calls on the board and that's it. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound 560. On the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello, Miami.
8: Hello, doctor.
4: Yes. Hey, Neil. I just want to agree with you about uh, this lady trying to force feed the Matadors down. You know, we barely support the Panthers. The only reason, you know, you got some people there, like you said, they get corporate giveaways. Now we got a superstar, but half the people there just want to get like five beers at a time. Which,
8: you know, they should just stay home and drink beer. They have no clue what's going on. As as I thought that's the, what
4: I just told her. I thought you yeah, were I mean, just repeating what I just said. Yeah,
8: but I'm just saying she just, um no matter what it is, you
4: know, it's always, I hate to say it, like that lady a few months ago with the ice cream, they just want to force feed something that you don't want to do. Yeah. You've got to
3: do this. you got to do well, that. Well, yeah, I love
4: when they said that, but you got to go. I'm you not going to go. go there. If you don't want to go. Most of us were uh, counting, oh, there we go. Okay, have a great day, sir. Well, what is that about all over again? With the, with the levels on the phone. I, I'm telling you, this studio needs a gigantic barium enema. This is not gonna fly. I don't care about anybody else, but I'm not just gonna come in here every goddamn day all of a sudden now because they decided to use this as a guinea pig place and, and, and play technical nightmare for four hours every day. This is not acceptable and these people just don't get it. This place needs to be gone through with a fine. I don't care if we're going to be in here another week, another month. God only knows. You keep asking them about when we're going to be upstairs in that other studio. And of course, they're light years away from getting the big, the morning, uh, the guy, the other studio done. They got people working out of there, but is it close to being done? No. Not a chance. Not even close. So as a result, we're going to be down here for some time. Maybe in their spare time, which they don't have any, or maybe they ought to, like, a contract to bring somebody in from outside. <laughs> yeah, right. To put this place back together again so we can actually do a show and not have to spend 98% of our, 99% of our attention on technical crap, which is boring and a tune out, and the audience is sick and tired of hearing about,
5: and I'm sick and tired of dealing with. Get with it already. Get with it, you jackass, you geek. And
4: as far as who I'm talking about, fill in the blank. Could it be the uh, general manager? Uh Could it be the program director? Uh Could it be the engineering staff? Uh Could it be anybody up there? We're out of the loop, okay? And now the excuse is, well, you're all the way down there on the second floor, and that elevator is pretty slow. What did I tell you? It used to be, oh, well, we're all over here in the other building on Sheridan Street. You're over there. Now that they're here, has anything changed? No. No. Here's a mobile in Jupiter. Hello. Neil God. Yes, sir.
5: I thought I'd call and give
10: you a uh, an enemy update on the born-again Christian movement going on. Hey, Neil, have you heard of the Toronto blessing yet? No. Uh, well, you know about the whole charismatic movement that's been going on for like 30 years, the whole speaking in tongues and cue jumping and all that stuff.
4: Yeah.
10: Well, apparently about... Wrestling uh, with your snake.
4: Th- this, this is not going to fly, this uh, overhead thing. What's going on with it, George? Why the levels? Not the overhead. That's the wonderful Gentner phone
13: system that we have, which I hate. Well, what, what
4: do you mean by that? We've, it's, this is not our first week on the air. We've been doing this for 13 months here. We, we much much have worse, worse than it this,
13: has yeah. been, but... What? It's the same problem, but it's just much worse than it has been. Why? I don't know. Okay, go ahead, sir. Let's give it a shot.
10: That's all right. Awesome. Anyway, the charismatic
13: movement, Neil. Apparently about a month ago on TVN, there was some kind of uh, televangelist program going on in Toronto, and uh, instead of speaking in tongues, now they are speaking in the languages of other animals. So you had a church full of people running around clucking like
10: chicken and Great. and buying like sheep, and apparently this is the a sign of the end times for the new millennium, and... Uh, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So uh it's pretty cool, actually, because they've been acting like sheep for years, so now they actually sound like it.
4: Mm-hmm.
10: But uh, So that's it, Neil. I just thought I'd give you an update.
4: Thanks for the good news. I'll see you in hell. And by the way, <laughs> okay, we have two open lines in day one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello.
5: Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh,
11: I just had to call you. I heard uh some of these people talking about uh the Maple Leafs.
15: Don't they realize the Maple Leafs could have won that game. They're almost through. If it wasn't for the gold of the Panthers, that's that's what
11: they say. would have won All you're game. doing is
4: repeating what I just got you saying. You're repeating just what I told them.
8: It's just, oh, I just had to call you. I just, you know, I wasn't no, you to didn't have time. to call
4: me, sir. You didn't have to call. What are you dignifying people that don't understand the game? Why would you respond to them?
17: You're right.
4: Have a great day. Open line in Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. They wouldn't know Steve Sullivan from Gilbert and Sullivan these people that were in there Wednesday night, who, by the way, played a hell of a game. And Stevie wasn't bad either. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
10: Um, The uh, sports page in the Palm Beach Post the other day, they had a uh, uh, photograph of the kid from Pahokee who signed with Florida State, and they had a cake. And on the cake, they had a couple towns of where he might be going.
9: And one of them was Bowling Green, and they spelled it B-O-W-E-L.
4: About bowling green, well, what's, what's wrong with that? In fact, if you've ever had uh, like a bad stomach, a lot of us have had bowling green problems at times like, in our life.
3: I thought you'd get a kick out of that.
4: Well, thanks for the good news. Yeah, that's another thing. See, we ought to be talking about stuff people care about, you know, like which eight-year-old kid is going to be signing up with uh, what school and eventually going on to FSU or uh, Florida or uh, some, maybe to Hurricanes, something like that. See now that the, I forgot about that, but now that the Super Bowl is over, most of the sports nerd time on this station is spent addressing which local elementary school did Joe Rose and the Donnie B hang out in, and uh, which kid, which five-year-old kid, got the best arm, and who did this one sign from uh, Pahokee or Bowling Green, et cetera. I mean, you talk about terminal baby, puke-inducing. We have an open line in Broward two and Dade, five six seven, O five sixty and Pound five sixty on the eighteen Gee, I'm sorry I wasn't here yesterday when everybody had lots of good stuff to talk about. I wonder what it was. Where's Neil? Oh, is that what all those calls were yesterday?
5: You know it. Oh. Even though I explained at the beginning of the show. Oh you did? I didn't I didn't
4: hear that, obviously. I was at the doctor thinking I was getting this magical, uh, you know. And now I'm wondering, maybe it was the Adelaide, maybe it wasn't, you know, because I got the red puss again since we had all that stress. But like I said, maybe somebody will call and let us know, somebody that really knows how long before a prescription drug gets out of your system. I, I realize that would be asking an awful lot. Here's uh, Moral Gables. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
13: Neil, uh, my girl is going to Italy at the end of this month, and I'm just wondering, how how are those Italians? Do they behave in-
4: Okay, we have all lines open and date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
8: Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've been listening to you for years, man. Listen, there's a guy called you a while ago. He talked about African-American. The next thing coming in your mouth say, well, who are those people? They are black people. I think that's not right to say on the air. You know, you have a lot of African-Americans listening to you. Sir, there I'm is not. no
4: such thing as African-American. There yeah, is no hey, such hey, thing. Listen,
8: listen, me. If somebody don't say all well, about this Jewish mean, tell me how you going to feel. Well, See, what, 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 what language
4: no. are you speaking? Yeah. What are you saying?
8: You, you, you know, I think what you're going to say on the air is all right. You know, you have a lot of people listening to you. We are all equal, but I'm more equal. There than is the
4: no such thing listen, as an African, listen, sir. Listen. Let me say it again. I Take know, a breath. I, Let me say I, it again. There is no such thing as an African-American. No matter how loud you scream, I still have the button, okay? and can talk a hell of a lot louder than you can. What, what the hell? Does anybody have any idea what the hell he was talking about? No. Oh. There is no such thing as African-American. And if you are dumb enough to get sucked into using that phrase because the white establishment thought it was cute and clever and politically correct, be my guest. We have white people. We have black people. We have Asian people. And all this other hyphenated bullcrap. like I told you before, there is no such thing as an African-Canadian. There is no such thing as an African-Italian. And it doesn't exist. There is no such thing. You didn't come from Africa. Any more than I came from Russia or Poland or any other goddamn place that my ancestors came from. Hyphenated Americans, baby. And that's just categorize yourselves again. If that's what makes you happy, don't ask me no more about it. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
8: 30 days. 30 days for a drug to get out of your system. Really? Really.
4: For a prescription drug to get out?
8: Any type of drug. Anything
11: from... uh... Anything that's above an aspirin or a Tylenol. Oh,
5: my God. 30 days?
8: Type, 30 days. Just like pot or Coke or any of that sort of stuff, yeah. 30 days. The only how about thing that you, how about the, only thing, the only thing you can do is try to get, like, lots of fluids and try flushing it out as a toilet.
11: Flushing
4: the toilet. Okay. I'm going to – well, I'm taking a diuretic, so that should help flush it out, right?
11: Yeah.
4: Lots of wah-wah. Okay. I'm going to go pee right now. Thank you. Okay, so in other words, I'll just bring a bag in here. Squirt, squirt. I'll just, not even a bag, just a big bucket. you got a plastic waste bag. I'll just say something that rhymes with bucket and just bring a big uh, bag in here. just squirt. Just in it all day. Get it out, flush it out of my system. When in doubt, flush it out. That's our motto for the 90s, baby. When in doubt, Ow! flush it out. 30 days. Jesus Christ. So in other words, there's just going to be a little, although I, you know, made tremendous progress. I don't have all that pain behind my eyes and the headaches. And I really thought like, uh, you know. You get a little bit antsy, a little bit anxious. You want an instant miracle, just like everybody else out there. What? Hello? Mobile in Hollywood.
5: Yeah, you know, it's not 30
10: days,
4: it's two days.
10: It's what? For of metabolizing your system, it's two days.
4: Two days? 48 hours. Excellent. So just in time for the weekend, I should be doing great. You're right. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, there you go. Now I feel better. All right. Let's have a goddamn party in our pants, okay? Two days. 30 days. That just uh, sounded a little bit ridiculous, you know? 26 after 11 at 560 WQMP. try Friday,
3: you bastard. Roy. In that book I made it clear Who the magic bus? Words of the men is where I steer Who the magic butt At watch adultery I sometimes stare Who the magic butt I like his walk and I like his hair Who the magic butt I watch his jeans when he strut Who the magic butt I just love his magic bus but the magic butt. When we're on tour, I just hope. but the magic butt. He'll lose his grip and drop the soul. Booba, the magic butt. I see you I want it. I see. I want you can't I have it. Magic magic I'll try the club
4: 31 at 560, WK. we got Hank at 2. we got, uh, what do we got? Oh, the Panthers at Pittsburgh. I forgot about that, so I'm assuming we have Booster at 6, pregame at 7 o'clock. Panthers at the Penguins. Big weekend, by the way. Penguins tonight, and in Carolina with the Hurricanes tomorrow, which is a like life and death game. Wow. Big, gigantic, fat, enormously important game. Here's a fact that says, I couldn't call, to, I had to tell you this. I Last night, happened to see a new Ron Popeil infomercial, which I've seen this, by the way. Have you seen the one with the rotisserie oven for your chickens and ducks? No. Where can we get one? It says they're cooking rib steaks, chicken, etc. and the thing that comes with a metal wire basket enclosure for flat meats and fillets, like fillets and hamburgers. So we go to the salmon steaks, and he says, put the salmon in the basket. Yeah. Ron Popiel says, put the salmon in the – uh It puts the lotion in the basket. basket. Nice going, Ron. And put the money in your pocket. That Ron Popiel, good guy. He'll tell you it's a bunch of crap, and it is a bunch of crap, and you're buying it. How about that? My favorite, though, is the one where you could, like, uh, dry your own weed in it. That's good. With the uh, trays. Yeah, that's good. The the Ronco uh, dry your own weed and seed uh, tray thing. That's what they call it, the, the seed tray thing. Also, by the way, the book Farewell to God by Charles Templeton is available on Amazon.com, which we already knew that, but somebody faxed. And it says, average customer review five stars. The only problem is there's only one review. So, well, I mean, whoever made the review has to feel very important. A reader from Victoria, Canada, January second, nineteen ninety nine, says: As a person raised as a Christian, suffering doubts about my faith, this book was very insightful. It confirmed a lot of what I believe, and the author's arguments are clear and compelling. I liked it very much. Oh! There you go. Amazon.com. Farewell to God by Charles Bradley Templeton. Which is the ordinary price the list price is twenty nine ninety nine. You get it for twenty ninety nine on the uh, internet. You do realize that one of the reasons that all these internet stocks—I don't want to start stock market talk—but one of the reasons that all those stocks are going through the roof. Is because we do have this whole new marketplace that's developing, and if you're going to be uh, like uh, out of touch with reality, you're going to miss out. Because you're going to be buying and you're going to be selling. You're going to be doing like 80% of your life is going to be there on the internet, whether you like it or not. Here's a mobile implantation. Hello. Hello, Deal. Yes, sir.
10: First, let me say you're doing a hell of a job.
4: Yeah, under the circumstances, right.
10: All right. Uh, I just want to ask you, uh, this whole Jerry Falwell thing, I haven't been listening for that long. Have you, talked about Have you talked about this at all? Yes. The fact that he said a white Jewish man...
4: is the Antichrist. Right. Well, right. I mean, what is there to say? We know he's an anti-Semite with that big, fat, bulbous uh, puss. Well,
10: how we come know come he's
4: so not, a guy? How
10: come I'm not hearing about it that much? How come there's not much uh, press on it? And wouldn't the Antichrist, according to the Catholic religion, be a black Jewish woman? Yes. Right?
4: Florence from all from uh, Jeffersons. Right, right.
10: I just want to know why we're not hearing any press about it. Because if he was to say it was a black man,
4: I think it's glad as glad as night.
10: Well, it just makes me sick, Neil.
4: Okay, have a great day, sir. Makes him sick. I mean, why are you surprised? These people are anti-Semites. They're anti-everybody. You're all going to burn in hell. I mean, this is not not a new revelation. It's just that he was very clumsy in the way he said it, and he tried to backpedal and backtrack. But even though he said he doesn't, you know, he he doesn't disavow what he said. He just shouldn't have said it. He still believes it. That the Antichrist is going to be some a white Jewish guy who's got a radio show somewhere, probably like in Seattle. I I think that Mike uh, Siegel is probably the Antichrist. You know. Uh huh. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello.
5: Yeah, Neil, how
11: are you doing? Okay, sir. I was at the new alehouse the other day watching the Panther game by uh, North Miami
13: Beach.
4: You and were, you, pre- were, you were at what?
13: The, the uh, house, New one? Watching the Panther game.
4: They were playing the Panther game at the OI yeah, TV. Right. TV. Okay, i, I right. Yeah, I know.
13: Between
11: periods, this uh, sport, sports flash came out that some guy in Anchorage got arrested for cost checking. In a minor league team, you know
5: anything right, about Right, yeah. That? He, he uh,
4: went nuts. He took his stick in the minor league game and he attacked the guy, assaulted the uh, other kid, and they arrested him.
3: Uh, Did he, the, you
4: haven't maybe. been watching your TV, and though. You should be watching SportsCenter. Round o'clock, uh, the they showed it six million times. Uh,
8: I've been working too much. All right, thanks.
4: Okay, pal. Yeah, you know, and, of course, a lot of the stick work that goes on in the NHL. It's not just in the minor league. They have no respect for each other, and they do all kinds of grotesque things, like Paul Laws got high stick by Mike Johnson there, which the referee didn't see that. The worst officiated game in history. Not that I'm using that as an excuse either way, because they were bad all the way around, including when the net came off, and they let Whitney and uh, Bure go down the ice and score that goal. But, uh, hey, uh, don't confuse uh, Terry Gregson with a phase a 100 years old. Give him a break. We have an open line in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Naples. Hello. Hey,
17: Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Listen, uh, a couple things. First of all, I agree with you totally. There is no such thing African-American. You're either African-American, Canadian, Irish, whatever, but you're not If you're black,
4: American. you're black. What's wrong with the word black? If we ha- if we want to label or identify people, what's wrong with black?
17: Well, obviously nothing because February is what? Black History Month. Right. Not African-American History Month.
4: Right there. Excellent point. Very good.
17: And, uh... The second point is uh, you were talking about uh, the Matadors. We have a we have a uh, East Coast hockey team over here, the Florida Everblades. They draw great crowds, but I gotta agree with you. If the Panthers or a team like that, uh, or the uh, the Lightning, were in this area, there there wouldn't be more than a thousand people at the games.
4: There aren't more than a thousand people at the Lightning games right now.
17: <laughs> Very true. I'm pretty Very
4: close. True. I'm not. I'm maybe three, four thousand is what they're really getting.
17: They're drawing. Uh, they're drawing about five. Anywhere five to seven thousand a game over here. Um, but it's like, I no, said, but,
4: but it's you're never- missing the point. See, what you don't understand is this. If we had no Florida Panthers, if there was no NHL team here at all, minor league hockey is never, ever going to make it in this town. It's, it's not a hockey town.
17: Right. Absolutely. Thanks, Neil.
4: Okay. Have a great day. See, so he's trying to compare over there on the west coast where there are a lot of people from the midwest who are hockey fans, even in Tampa up until the team just totally disintegrated, which they'd never really been very good, but they just finally said, screw it, we can't handle it I mean, they get beat 10 to 1 a couple nights ago by Washington. Who the hell, who, and, and if the lightning were playing here, would there be anybody going to those games here? No. Of course not. Who would go to that swill? Even the socializing after a while would get pretty stale. But this is just not, and believe me, it pains me to say it, but if you just hang around in that arena, that's what I should do. Instead of sitting in my seat, I should just wander around and listen to the inane conversations going on from people who are sitting there and even the ones who are pretending to be watching, and they still haven't got any idea what they're seeing. God, is that frustrating? Just dumb, dumb, stupid comments. I'm surprised they were, you know, not disappointed we got Pavel Bury. They want Peter Worrell back. Two open lines in Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the at and wireless line. 22 till noon at QAM. Hey, you're g-
16: looking at 10 inches.
3: As prosecutors for the right, you're like a Nazi from the O third rite A is anus to find anything like women who like it in between. What's your problem, Kenny, stop? Don't you think you've gone too far? Everybody thinks you are like Joseph McCarthy. Did you know that Joe McCarthy was gay? The kind of life you can't accept he never paid. He kept right home, close by his side. Until he got fired, and broke and died. What's your problem, Kenny? Starr? It's too bad Edward Morrow's gone. He would want to take you on, like Joseph McCarthy. Creep, 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 oi! It's all 43
4: at 560 WQM. I mean, here's a fax from Sal who says he just finished a call to the Panthers. Spoke with a guy named John. He's still complaining about the shoot twice goal. The excuse now is a bigger light would obstruct the view of the people in the lower bowl. <laughs> what about the people in the Panthers' own lower bowl? He asks. Reply, silence. So I suggested, why not use the same light but make it visible to all? Reply, thank you for the call. Click. See, they, they, they don't know how to do it. See, I thought that they just didn't give a crap. They don't know how to do it. They built a $200 million hockey arena, and they don't know how to put up the goal light so that everybody sitting in there can see it. The only hockey arena in the world at any level, college, minor league, little league, shinny hockey, the only hockey venue in the universe where they can't figure out how to have the goal light and the green light so you can see it. God. Also speaking to people that can't figure it out, Sam the, uh, Sam the man. Sam, our promotion man, will be between noon and one at the Pizza Loft. Ask me why. I really don't know. Over at the Pizza Loft in Davie, just south of 595 on University Drive, because I guess Jeff Cohen needs more, uh, publicity. Nor for, uh, <laughs> the QM van will have tickets for, uh, the Royal Caribbean Senior PGA Tour at Crandon Park on Biscayne this weekend. By the way, let me tell you how much I love, uh, golf, okay? Also for the Joe DiMaggio Legends game at Fort Lauderdale Stadium. Benefit the Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. Tickets for the Coconut Grove Home Show this weekend at the Coconut Grove Convention Center. And the new I Turn on WQM t-shirts. Between noon and one at the Pizza Loft and Divi. Go by and take a look at Sam and just uh, <laughs> laugh your ass off. Say, why are you guys doing this? And he'll say, uh, I don't know. Got to do something. Here's a lady in the plantation. Hello.
18: Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Neil. This is, I'm the one that called you about the Adelaide? Right. to go off of it? Right. Okay, so I just called my pharmacist and he said that it could take it depends how long you've been on it. If you been on 2 it, years. Okay, and then he said the longer you've been on it the longer it takes to get out of your system. Oh. cuz your blood levels. But he and especially
4: it cuz it's time release so it's uh Right. And
18: he said it should only take the uh days. It's not like, you know, two or three or whatever. It's mm-hmm. not going to be like a week or anything like that. Oh. But the longer you've been on it, the longer it takes to get out of your system. I
4: got such a panic this morning when we had all this technical crap at 10 o'clock, and I was sitting here feeling so great, and the slush made a comeback.
18: Well, was it really bad when it came back or as bad as it was yesterday? No. No. Sorry. But it, but
4: it's still there. But
18: it's still there. Well, I guess it's going to take time. I just hope that's what it is.
4: Well, that's what my doctor so says.
18: Sick. That's what he said? I mean, if
4: it turns out not to be, I mean, I'm I just uh, you know, going to go out and buy a shotgun.
18: Well, with me, it didn't take that long to get out of my system because I wasn't on it that long.
4: Well, how how long did it take for the uh, symptoms to go away?
18: Not that long, like a day or like a day and a day they were gone. But I was only on it like see, I was on a different medication in the same family, and that did it to me after like four weeks. And uh-huh. Then I switched to the Adalat, and it made my symptoms worse. So they took me off those that family of drugs completely. So I just hope he's not putting you on another one that's the same thing, but I don't think so.
5: No. You'll
4: uh-huh. know better. Okay, thanks <laughs> a lot. Well. hope you feel
18: better. Appreciate it. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, we have
4: one call left on the board, and then we go to uh, some really great music. 5670560 oh, and Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Immokalee. Hello.
13: Hey, Neil.
9: Yes, I just sir. want to welcome all the Arthur who are playing in the Arthur Royal Caribbean Classic this weekend.
3: Uh-huh.
9: i got more people watching me play miniature golf than we'll be watching them play real golf. If you go out to the City Office Depot in West Palm Beach last week, it was a ghost town. Nobody watching golf. This is not even a golf town. We and why, got the well, thank
4: God for that. Why the hell should they be watching golf? What kind of a no-life person watches golf?
9: Ladies' golf. You least they bend over. You can watch something.
4: Yeah, if you like Bulldyke like, uh, Butt, yeah.
9: yeah. Hey, how about Tim McCarver getting fired by the New York Mets? The guy can't even tell you what's on his mind. They don't oh, Great. They, they won. Want... He's
4: still on Fox because Fox rhymes, Fox rhymes with schlocks, and have a great day and get a new phone. Now I can't hear them very much. We have an open line at Broward, all three in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir?
8: Neil, yeah, about the light in the hockey. I mean, if the goal, if the puck goes in
11: the net, what do you need a light for?
4: Well, let me ask you something, sir. Can you always see that, that the puck went over the red line? Are there situations where you can't see that?
15: No. I mean, if the puck goes in the net, Is well, goes in the never net. never a
4: situation where you can't see the puck go in the net.
15: No, if you're a true fan, you're watching the puck the whole time. If you're a
4: true fan, if you're sitting like maybe 150 yards away from the goal, you can see if, even if you can't see the goal light. How about people that. that are sitting way down at the shoot once end and they can't see the goal light in the lower bowl? How about them?
8: Well, how about you watch the
15: TV on the big scoreboard?
4: Yeah, and what if the TV doesn't have it up there, in addition to which you can't always see it go on on a TV, jackass? Here's a, here you go. This was the best. This was the best. Here's a guy who wants to get in an argument with me arguing in favor of the fact that they've got it screwed up over there, okay? They spent $200 million of public funds. And this guy's trying to tell me, if you're a fan, you can see the puck going in there. And usually you can, if you're sitting in the right place, like I am. But there's sometimes when you can't. Sometimes it's very, very close when a puck just trickles over the line, or it's behind the goalie and you can't see. Is he on it? Is it behind him? That's called really putting on a professional sporting event. I mean, the idea that there's anybody in this town who would justify this makes my case. I have to say nothing else about what a bogus sports town this is.
8: Yeah, why the hell should you have to see the goal line come on, huh? You're asking for
4: too much, man. You're just making trouble. And by the way, give Wayne a kiss goodnight tonight, okay? Oh, and speaking of Wayne, I had the big news of the week. I haven't even told us because it was out yesterday. I don't want to say these are rumors, these are more than rumors, but you know that whole thing uh, two weeks ago with Jimmy Johnson and the press conference and all that crap we went through, the real story that's circulating around town is very heavily, and we had a couple people called in and, and speculated this, and it looks like they were right, that Jimmy Johnson went to Wayne and said, I want Dave Wonstad, and Wayne said, no. And they got into a heated discussion about that, and Wayne still said. No. And Jimmy threw a snit and got a hold of the media people and planted the whole deal and orchestrated this whole thing. So naturally, it had to be resolved in a way where it made Wayne look like the hero by saving, uh, you know, he brings in Dave Wonstadt, and Jimmy's, uh, you know, we want him to stay, and he saved the franchise. But in the meantime, what the stories are saying is that uh, Baldy is madder than hell at Jimmy Johnson because he used this as leverage to force him to bring in Dave that which Wayne had originally said. No. And this isn't just a rumor. This is, uh, that's the MS. So, like I've told you so many times before, just like when Shula got canned, you know, they had, to, they had to present it in such a way because it would have been very insulting and it wouldn't have been acceptable in this town to say we canned his ass. Two open lines in date 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Jupiter. Hello.
15: As Henry High would say, Put the motion in the basket. Yeah,
4: okay. Open line at Broward, 2 and at 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Using material from three weeks ago. Very good. Here's Boca. Hello.
9: Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay. What, what has Jimmy Johnson done? I mean, are we any better off than we were three years ago? Oh, I, I don't want to
4: discuss Jimmy Johnson. I'm, right, just, I'm just telling you what the real story is because the other people will be uh, giving you a song uh, and a dance. The other
15: thing, Neil, is any truth to the rumor that QAM will be broadcasting hurricane games
11: effective next year or the year after? Supposedly. All right. Well, let's uh, hope we bring Sonny Hirsch back. Did Dave
9: Lamont? I heard him the other night on radio. Well,
4: now, why would you say let's hope they bring Sonny Hirsch back? Have you heard, Dave, have you heard
9: Dave Lamont?
4: I know Dave, Dave Lamont is a, a screamer. I don't. We don't want Dave Lamont. What's wrong with bringing on like people who really are professional sportscasters? I think they Not should have a chance, huh? They should give Boob, Boob a chance. should have a chance. Dave O'Brien wants to do some U N basketball. I understand who Dave O'Brien's great. Why does it have to be the same old retread people? I mean, uh, you know. Sonny's not a bad guy, but Sonny's certainly not a great sportscaster. Well, he's
9: a little better than uh, who's the uh, Ken Walden, the guy? I mean, guy sounds like Pat
11: Summerall sometimes. watching games. names. Ken
4: Walden's not doing the games. What are you talking about? talking
11: about his updates. You're
8: bringing some fresh. Ken
4: Walden is great. Ken Walden, you're not Ken Walden, sir. You're off the show. You have to step over my body. You're not Ken Walden. Is a great guy. Okay. The fact he's 110 years old, he can't help that. We're all getting old. We have an open line in Dade. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T line. But this guy wants Sonny. He wants Sonny back on the ball games. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir.
13: First of all, this is not a sports town.
11: Right.
4: Okay, I know that. and that's why, why is it everybody's repeating back to me things I've been saying for 20 years? Uh, I know that.
13: Neil, what do you have against these damn bridges, these guys up that watch over the waterways?
5: Open line at day one at Broward, 5670560 and
4: pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Cutler Ridge. Hello.
10: Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm with the guy about the uh, goal lights. I'm sick and tired of hearing you cry about it every day. Well,
4: then don't listen, okay? Because I'm going to be the one, uh, I'm because it does bother me. If I'm the only person in there, and believe me, I know a few other people that are psych- psychotic about it, too. I'm going to keep banging away on behalf of other people who might care, okay? And if if it's terminal to you, tough crap. If it's too bad I take a minute or two to mention it, even if I do it every day, tough. Find something else to uh, fill up your four uh, empty hours in the middle of your day, okay, pal? Because one thing I always respond to real well is people who call in like you to tell me what to say (laughs) or what to talk about. I respond real well to that, don't I? No. No. He's getting real tired. He agrees with the other guy. I got a real a, ra- a radical solution, okay? Let him fix it. Wow! Let him, let him call up somebody in a real hockey arena and find out how you do it right and make it right. Then you'll never hear about it again. And, of course, if I'm so wrong about all the things that are screwed up in there, how come they're finally now removing, the, removing those stupid uh, cup holders from the goddamn uh, back of the seats in the upper bowl? And before long, they'll probably be screaming about having to do it in the lower bowl. Because they did a lot of things wrong. They made a lot of mistakes. Okay. And when you go to a sporting venue, it should be like for the enjoyment of the people who are spending the money or going there to uh, subsidize and support whatever's going on there. Not just this kind of thing of, well, you know, uh, if you don't like it, uh, don't come back, you know. See, with a show, I can say that because you got other choices and it doesn't cost you anything. And you don't have to go anywhere. You can sit in your car, in your home, on your ass, turn on the radio. If you like it, fine. If not, that's okay. But the idea that people have to make an effort, they have to pay an arm and a leg to park, they paid a lot of money for the tickets, or somebody did. And, oh, well, that's a, we're sorry, we just can't do it right. Great. Here's a mobile implantation. Hello.
8: Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, buddy, uh, I grew up down here, so
10: I'm not uh, real knowledgeable on hockey as if someone who might have played it as a youth up
4: north. But
8: can you tell me how the offsides work? I'm not, I, I really get to figure that out.
5: No.
4: Open line at Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. By the way, when you find your birthday cake, sir, just lick the icing off it. you'll understand. Just lick it. Okay, whatever that was. Open line at Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Another one of your uh, dumb spicks. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello?
8: Is that me, Neil? Yes, sir. Neil, I'm going to prove to you to be very stupid or naive.
4: Well, oh, you'll fit right in then
8: tell me what
4: the put the lotion in the basket means? Open line at date one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560. Now, see, we enjoy the fact that there are people that don't enjoy it, that don't uh,
5: get it, that don't understand it either. Wow. Boy, it sure makes me feel bad that I took off yesterday to go to the uh, <laughs> doctor and
4: maybe put my life back together again, which I'm not really sure. I, I thought, boy, I was out of the woods. I thought I was uh, in... In hog heaven here, there's just a little bit of this fire in the puss again here today. Of course, if you've heard from the beginning of the show, you might just understand why. <clears throat> Here's the mobile in Hallandale. Hello. How you doing? Okay.
6: I-, I was in my car driving around, and I heard that horse's ass say something about why should they turn the light on when when someone scores a goal. Yeah, car. why
4: do you have to see the goal
5: light?
8: Right. This-, this is the most asinine comment I have heard in 20 years. Yeah that's like that's like saying if you're watching a football game and someone scores a touchdown it's not necessary for the referee to right, exactly their arms off. or if, like if that guy takes the field, a guy kicks a field goal
4: why should the officials put their arms up in air you can see whether it goes through or not
8: or if you are at a baseball game and someone hits a ball down the line the umpire shouldn't signal whether hey yeah, exactly or foul. you
4: can see whether it's fair or foul you can see that chalk fly or not as the case may be right
8: i, I mean You know, what's with these people here? The fact is that
4: most of these people, not being real sports fans, this is the only place in the world where they would accept the fact that something as ludicrous, as simple as this, can't be done right. Only these people would accept it.
8: I mean, part of the fun of going to a game is if you're sitting up in the rafters on the other side of the rink and the light goes on, that's a reason to get excited anyway. Right. Not, not to assume that the thing...
4: Yeah, there, there, are, there are many goals that are scored in the Macarena Arena where the reaction from the crowd is kind of like slow-mo because everybody's looking at the people next to them seeing if they're jumping up and they, they go in or did they not go in because about 80% of the people can't see the goal light depending on the which end they're sitting on.
8: I think a lot of the people don't even know they're at a hockey game.
4: Yeah, no, they, they don't. They're sitting there. It's a social club. You're right. It's just a goddamn social club.
8: I feel much better now that I've said that.
4: Okay, have a great day. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about that light some more to piss that one guy off. Oh. Well, he's probably squeezing it right now. We have an open line at Date one in Broward five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. See, I've told you this before, and it's true. That's why having a sports talk station in a market like this it would be like it would be like playing Romanian melodies in the middle of uh, Ikalawit. You know, there just aren't too many Romanians around there. It would be like having an all-Chinese melody uh, station in this town, where like I was talking about on on Wednesday, we don't have any Chinese people. There are like about seven of them. It's 1157 at 560 QAM. The
0: Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.
14: It's Friday, you bastard.
0: It puts the lotion in the
7: basket. It mixes it all up. It puts the lotion in the basket. It puts them both together. It puts the lotion in the basket. When the eyeball falls out, it puts the <laughs> lotion in the basket. Then it has to hose it down. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It's what I have to get. It puts the lotion in the basket. Need to rub it on my brother. Okay. It puts the lotion in the basket. I have to dry clean my skin suit. I it puts like the <laughs> lotion in the basket. I said, Doctor! I squished my be in my legs. I said, Doctor! I like to dance around this way. I said, Mommy! the quiet today, I I want to look more like a wolf. Or... My name is Buffalo Bill. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It makes it pour my skin. It puts the lotion in the basket. I hold my pee in. It puts the lotion in the basket. How much does it grow? It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> I've got my skin suit nipple necklace. <laughs>
4: It's a minute past number at 560 WQM. So what the hell does that really mean, you know, when you come down to it, What the hell is that? It puts the lotion in the basket, man. I don't know. Open line of date, 56705. And can you please explain offsides to us? No. How about icing? No. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Hank Goldberg show out at the uh, Royal uh, Caribbean, Caribbean out of that stupid golf tournament, 2 o'clock this afternoon, 6 o'clock books. Booster, 7 o'clock the pregame, 7.30 Panthers and the Penguins in Pittsburgh. I mean, far be it for me to start knock knocking golf again, but I'm going to tell you. If you want to play golf, I guess it's good exercise, eh, boring, but, you know. But Jesus Christ, people that watch golf, I've mentioned this before, it's got to be the most unbelievably deadly. Remember that one guy when we first came here was talking about how he taped? There were two tournaments on that one Sunday afternoon, and he was so torn between the two that he had to tape one while he was watching the other one live. Now I will grant you that I have done that with hockey games, if they're, you know, like on a big dish, if there's one game and I want to watch another game live. Hockey games, something exciting, like a real sporting event, like a game, like a spectator. Now, if you ever watched the gallery at a golf tournament, by the way? And then the guy will hit, you know, can make a good shot and then you'll hear like that, yeah, like that, yeah, you know, like a tennis, the real kind of fake, very polite uh, smattering, yeah. And, and what kind of people go? Who are the people in a gallery at a golf tournament? What kind of a person goes to watch some guy or dyke hit a ball with a golf club? Like I said, I can understand that people want to play. It's a leisure, recreation. It's a good time. They go out there and get a little exercise. But to watch people
5: play it, to spend money to go and attend a golf tournament? I mean, is there some message there that you people are trying to give us when you do that?
8: I have no life.
4: Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought it was. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello.
8: Hey, Neil. What's going on, guys? How you doing, sir? I'm a
11: 25-year-old Catholic who recently moved to the Jewish cemetery that they call Hollandale Beach. And, uh, There's no fact
0: in, in the church. Boy. Yeah.
8: And I can't tell you how bad these Canadian drivers piss me off. Is that Jamie Soyvens on the back
4: of the plate? Does that stand for student driver? Or no, free souvenirs. Old? Stand for what? Give me free souvenirs.
8: Uh, These people, I mean, they north of the border. And another thing I had to get off my chest for a while, this Eddie Kaplan guy with the gambling. The gambling show,
5: yeah.
8: I mean, uh, gambling is illegal as far as I know in this state, and so is
4: prostitution. But you don't hear anyone calling up saying, hey, Eddie, can you recommend a couple good prostitutes? Uh, You know, you you just made an excellent point. In fact, that's one of the greatest programming calls we've ever had. I will guarantee you, instead of those very marginal numbers that we have on that show at night, if if Eddie would start talking about where the hookers are, we'd have a double-digit uh, share on that show every night.
8: Well, Neil, yeah, let me tell you, gambling is considered a social problem, and so is prostitution. They're both legal in Vegas. So people call Eddie up and ask. Prostitution
4: is for... not legal in Vegas, by the way.
8: It, I mean it's legal, right? in,
4: in uh, not in Vegas. In, in uh, what county is Vegas? Is in Carson County, and the uh, which county is Clark County? I, I got them confused. One of those it's legal, but not in Vegas.
8: Okay, but my point being
18: that, I mean, if you relate it, it's the same thing as calling them and going, hey, you got any tips on a couple of hot broads for anything? I, mean, I understand,
4: illegal. but that's the hypocrisy. These people with their bookies, don't you understand the hypocrisy of America? Everybody and their brother allegedly has a bookie. Everybody's like these stupid calls we get in the show, hey, Hank, what's the number on that Duke game? I mean, who wants to hear that? If If you want to have like a bookie line, get a bookie line. But, I mean, what kind of conversation is that? It's nothing but a chronic gambling show. I agree.
8: You know what? I, I'm a young kid, and um, all my friends that I graduated high school and college with. I mean, we go to these games, and they're not making more than thirty thousand a year, and they're betting five, six hundred dollars a day. I mean, it's a problem. They're
4: betting five or six hundred bucks a day?
8: Uh, yeah, and, and anything that'll move. These kids literally have problems. I, I've never bet. I bet on a cruise once, but twenty bucks on a blackjack table. But these kids are betting five and six hundred bucks. On a, on a given day. They don't even watch the, the Dolphin games. They're down there at time, the... Uh, time for some parties. help,
4: pal. Time for some um, serious help.
8: Yeah.
4: Get him, get him to AA right away.
8: Uh, Eddie Kaplan, you're a douchebag. Okay, Come thanks.
4: Out. Yeah, well, in fact, Eddie, was. I was coming home from the track last night where I was... Uh, oh, I lost 40 bucks, by the way. Losing my ass there last night. And Brad Kramer at Northfield Downs with a $13 horse. Oh! Nice ball, Brad. What a move there. Whipping and slashing and driving. Also bailed Fat Rich out there with that race. We're losing our ass. But, I mean, I lost 40 bucks. I don't gamble a lot. When I go to Vegas, needless to say, I'll take a fairly serious amount of money, but not money that I'm going to miss. But people are like compulsive gamblers that have to have a bet on every event. See, that's not a sports fan. I know that comes as a great shock to some of the people who listen to and some of the people that work on this station. The idea that you have to have a tangible gambling uh, involvement in a sporting event to be interested, that to me is sick. It's free country if you want to do that, even though it's illegal in most cases, since they're doing it with their bookie. But nevertheless, I don't care. But that's sick. And that's not a sports fan. I mean, is there anybody who was at that uh, Leafs-Panther game Wednesday that had a bet on that game? You know, you have to be sick (coughs) to bet on a hockey game. And, yeah, I heard, as a matter of fact, when I'm coming home last night, Tom Zick is on there with Ed Kaplan. They're doing a show out there at the dog track. And they're uh, talking about which dogs they're betting in which race and this and that. And I love when uh, some guy looked at both Eddie and Tom Jicka and said, <coughs> and I thought, I did not know which one he's talking about. Huh? No, they're both good guys. They're all not, No, seriously, good guys, but, uh, you know, a chronic gambling. Chronic, chronic gambling crap. It's terminal. It's ponderous. I could have brought in the program from Pompado Park last night and said, oh, my God, Bruce Ranger, what a drive he gave this three, and Wally Hennessy was waiting for Dan Capello, and he wasn't even in the race, and, you know, on and on and on. I'm not going to do that. I'd be out of business in five minutes if I was doing that crap. It's terminal. It's ponderous. And the idea that we're aiding and abetting all these chronic sick gamblers out there, that's really sad. I mean, you know, hookers, there you go. If we're on here giving out phone numbers and locations and addresses, I'm talking about people that are
5: safe, people that are clean. Who would do that show? What's the number on that? Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
8: Hey, Neil. How are you? Great. See, Jordan's uh, face
4: is almost as red as mine now.
8: Neil, uh, the other day, did you watch SportsCenter after the uh, Tampa uh, Bay-Washington game?
4: Like I would watch the Tampa Bay Washington game. It seems to me I was at the Panther game that night, sir. No, no, Not no, that sports, I would watch
8: no sports center the next day they had they were throwing no. every single goal that that uh Washington was scoring on Tampa Bay,
5: yeah, and,
8: and they had Andres Cantor in the background uh doing his thing. It was hilarious and then after then then they were showing all the Tampa Bay players, you know i, I don't like, understand
4: what is andres cantor oh I see the goal thing, I got it
8: yeah, they showed ten goals, they showed all ten goals, that were what does he scored. have to do
4: with uh, hockey, you know.
8: Bringing a soccer
4: guy with a big mouth into the hockey thing. Okay, thanks for the good news. Do we have that in here, by the way, Andres Cantor? Get that off of there. Enough with him already.
15: Yeah, you
4: hear that? I'll tell you one thing. Those Hispanics, they got a lot of practice with those tongues. you know. Even at the beginning of a word, which is not easy, that's tough to do. You're a real good thriller if you can do it like at the beginning of a word. Ooh, Roberto. Roberto Baggio. I can do it. I got a lot of experience with my tongue, too. How do you like that? Nine minutes afternoon at 560 WQM. I think I'm ready for lunch. I'm ready for uh, some of my usual stuff. Is my face a little bit, uh, yeah, it's coming back a little bit. See, they just can't, they can't give you an opportunity to recover in this place. You come in, I'm out one day yesterday. That's my second out day out sick in a year at 13 months. Not bad.
5: Come back one day later, and all of a sudden, everything in here has turned to instant pure crap. You'd
4: think that if they would just, well, sorry. Don't don't even go there, as the old cliche-ridden
5: assholes say. Don't even go there. Just do your due diligence.
4: Yeah, and get some closure. Hey, when you lose sleep from one night to the next, it's known as sleep deprivation. Even a modest loss of sleep from night to night can have serious impact on the way your body functions and the way you function and feel during the next day. If you toss and turn at night, it could be because the mattress you're sleeping on is history. It's a real piece of crap. A great way to assure a remarkable great night's sleep is to have a quality mattress, and the best way to buy one is call our friends at Dial-A-Mattress. 15 at 560, WQAM, and uh, I guess uh, Sam and the nephew out there at the Pizza Lot are very lonely, okay? And they're calling George and begging us, begging us, please. See, I would promote the hell out of it if, number one, I understood what the hell they were doing there, and number two, they were giving something away that somebody wanted. Did it ever dawn on them that maybe the reason there's not a mob scene out there for the stuff they're giving away is that nobody wants it? No. Is that it? I mean, the, the QAM van is out there by the Pizza Loft and Davey. And they got tickets for the Royal Caribbean C- the Senior PGA Tour. Oy. Oh, I didn't realize that. No wonder the guy I didn't even understand what the guy was talking about before. It's the Alta Caca Golf Tournament. Oy. Oh, my God. At Crandon Park on Key Biscina this weekend. So if you think it's boring watching a bunch of, like, uh, young people or uh, middle-aged guys running around and dikes uh, hitting the golf ball, wait till you see these old farts Oy. out there. Old farts on carts. Also, free tickets for the Joe DiMaggio Legends game in Fort Lauderdale Stadium to benefit the Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. Anybody heard how he's doing, by the way? No. Joe? No. no. Oh, and by the way, that's the, uh, that's the office pool today. King Hussein or Joe DiMaggio? Also, they got tickets for the Coconut Grove Home Show this weekend at the Coconut Grove Convention Center. If you want those, they got free tickets. And also the new I Turn Neil on WQM t-shirts. That's the only thing tangible I see on a list that anybody might want. Okay. So please, make them happy. Make them feel like they're doing something, you know, like they're doing something tangible, which is really why they're out there, to make it appear that they are doing something useful and tangible. The QAM van, look for it out there by the pizza loft. And then go in and uh, buy a meal. Jeff can use the money. Also, here's a fact that says, Neil, stop. African-American is a good term. It separates my wife, who is black, from black Americans. She is nothing like black Americans. It's a good thing, signed John. See, this again goes back to all of that, uh, you know, the hatred between, uh, you know, the uh, Hispanics, depending on where they're from, they hate each other, and the blacks, like the Caribbean blacks, hate American blacks, and the other way around. No, seriously, I mean, uh, I got news for a man it was Jamaican women. I don't care what you say. They are condescending. They are disgusting. What well, I agree with
10: that. The condescending part, anyway?
4: In fact, yesterday when I was calling my doctor over there at uh, the Cleveland Clinic, I had a, uh, Jamaican woman come on the phone, one of the, uh, sir, nurses, secretary, whatever the hell she does there. And I told her this is like, uh, you know, important that I get in. They give it, they treat me very well over there. Thank you, by the way, Cleveland Clinic. They charge me an arm and a leg, but nevertheless, they treat me very well. And I try to impress on her that this is something urgent, even though uh, the doctor has no openings. He'd squeeze me in. He knows me. And she puts me on hold. I come, she comes back. Uh, how about 4.15 this afternoon? This is 8.30 yesterday morning, I'm talking. I said, no. I said, it's kind of like a semi-emergency. I'd like to get, it. she puts me on hold, obviously goes and talks to my doctor, comes back, come on over right away, okay? So thanks very much, Dr. Paszkunyak. But it was a Jamaican woman, very condescending, very condescending. But I mean, you know, if we have to argue, if we have to debate, I don't understand why we have to do this. But how about a term that we could all agree on, Say because afro Cooner, you know, was the uh, long version of Kuhn. That's where Kuhn came from. So if you want a new term, if 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 Negro wasn't good enough, and if uh, black isn't good enough, how about coon? Huh? Let's take a vote on that today. I mean, we can have, like, the governor. Since he ain't around anymore, he wouldn't mind if we stole it. We could have a he coon and a she coon. Huh? And in cases like what we got upstairs, uh, an it coon if it were black, but I guess it's not, but, you know, if it were. And what and what is it that it does up there? This thing that we heard from off the street?
7: It puts the lotion in the basket.
4: In fact, you know something? It just <clears throat> just dawned on me. You know who it's related to?
13: Buffalo freaking Bill. We've been making jokes about that for the past two days.
4: That that thing?
13: It wants to wear your flesh.
5: <laughs>
4: oh my God! I wouldn't be surprised if he has a nipple ring. And maybe one or two on his... Rectum. Wow. You guys really know how to make the good hires here, baby. They come and they ask us, we say... No. And they say... Yes. just like that Beatles song. You say... No. We say... Yes. Open line and date. Five, six, seven. So how about that coon, okay? Is there any black person in this audience to be offended by the word coon? No. Okay, we got it. He coon and she coon. Here's uh, Miami. Hello
8: how are you doing? And
4: a woman that's really stacked, you call her a raccoon. Yes.
8: Qualify my statement by saying I could give a
11: rat's ass about Tim McCarver. Yeah. But if you find out why he was fired, I don't know if you followed the reports. No, I did not. The, ma- the Mets ba- basically want an ass kisser and not somebody that
10: basically has an opinion up there. In you the know food. something,
4: Tim McCarver is a loudmouth well, ex-jock who has to analyze every no, goddamn pitch, every play. Right. Tim McCarver, bop, 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 He is the most that. overrated piece of turd that ever sat behind a microphone. No,
3: forget him. I'd
4: I, rather hear Ralph Kiner after having another massive stroke uh, right. slurring his speech. I'd rather hear that than Tim McCarver.
11: Right, but forget him. I mean, you, you look at all these sports uh, franchises in this town, they have ass-kissers, too. I mean, nobody's going to come out and criticize their team, and it's a movement in sports. They are
4: nothing just, but ass-kissers. Right,
11: and so nobody speaks their mind anymore. I mean, thank God, you know, you got the mad dog up there who's not scared once in a while, you know, to wag that tail and call it like he sees it, you know, if the Dolphins have a poor performance. Oh, right. But, you know, there's, there's just a move. Nobody speaks their mind anymore. And, yeah. You know, you're, you're going through here. Tim McCarver got fired because they wanted Tom Seaver to come in works with the team all year
4: long. Oh, Tom Seaver is terminal. Are you kidding me? Well, they,
11: they, he's working with a pitchers in the winter program, and so he's going to know the team basically in and out. So can can I tell you something about
4: Tom Seaver? When you listen to him, you realize that this is an overgrown little boy. He has never grown up.
15: Well, I don't know. I'm, no, 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 I'm, I'm just talking about sports I'm, I'm gentlemen. St- no,
4: but listen, when you listen right. to him do any kind of a broadcast, he sounds like a little kid. He's never grown up.
15: Well, you know, it's
11: just scary that these owners want, you know, the guy in Philadelphia, I guess it was the Eagles, he signed a contract last year that said, he can't criticize the team. I mean, these owners want to put a product on a field. Oh, please don't, don't
4: tell me Harry Callis is still no, doing I don't
11: know who that is, man. No. All, all I know is I read reports. Harry Callis, that,
4: who sounds like he's related really to Cuddy Hirsch, by oh, the way. You know,
11: the owners want you to feel a certain way about a team. Rah, rah. It's this whole yeah. thing, like you talk about how the Panthers put on a show and everything's up and everything's happy, drop prizes from their ceiling.
15: And they want this whole image that everything's good,
3: even oh, though yeah. the team might suck. That's they right. don't
4: want
15: anybody to criticize
11: gotta
4: like the team. they got to put on the, the field, 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 Dr. Field good image, right? That's
15: right. And, you know, that's why a lot of us just listen to you, whether we're Agree with you on everything or not, you call it like you see it. You talk about the goal lights. You talk about the sound.
11: You know, People don't have a voice out there anymore, and even if somebody wants to criticize working for the team, they
4: can't anymore. And instead of getting people calling in and agreeing who are angry about all of the efficiencies out there, I get people calling in and knocking me. How come hey. I'm you know, opening up a big mouth and I'm such a malcontent, and you're supposed to be able to see the puck go in? I mean, just right. stupid, innate, and you know idiotic something? stuff that you wouldn't hear anyplace else in the universe.
11: Let me say something. I don't know hockey from anything, but I won some tickets on your show, and thank you a couple weeks ago. I went to a game, and you always talk about bad ice. I don't know bad ice from ice in my glass cup, right? But I look down and I see those ruts. I'm way up in the nosebleed sections. Thank you for the seats are great. I'm looking at the ruts. I'm saying, okay, I guess that's bad ice. I mean, I figured it out. I don't know hockey. For many
4: things. Wednesday night, there were guys falling down all over the place. Right. They were tripping across the blue line, which is hard to do since there's right. the it's under the ice. I mean, there are guys falling all over the place. And, in fact, even my doctor at Cleveland Clinic, because, you know, they take care of all the Panther players, right. he was talking to me about it yesterday, about how somebody's going to break a leg on it that's so bad out there, well, the I, worst anybody's ever seen. God
13: forget, you know, Chris Moore would never say anything, you know that, right? Or rumor
4: No, because they're, uh, they're on a payroll, baby. <laughs> they're, right. they're They're house organs.
13: All right, keep going, man. you. Have
4: a great day. Well, by the way, I haven't heard from Rimmer in a long time. Wow. Oh. No, seriously, I'm readjusting my budget for the coming four years. Oh, yeah. yeah, things are looking uh, looking pretty rosy. He's licking his wounds. Don't you understand? I'm a bad guy. You know, I'm a bad guy because I said, well, whatever I said because it was the truth.
2: That Russian rocket.
4: Two open lines and Dave, and, and, and then to pronounce his name wrong. I mean, come on. Remember, Bore? Maybe maybe he's thinking of Borea Salming, huh? Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Great. Uh, do you want, let me old. ask you, do you watch golf?
11: Do I watch golf? Hell no. Thank God. Golf is terminal. Right. <laughs> you can only watch golf if you're like 60, 70 years old. Uh-huh. And you're just waiting for it to happen. And,
4: and, and right. I think that people that watch old farts play uh, golf are probably like 90 and 100 years old.
13: The, the senior tour, that's all they should have. I mean, that's, that's all they should have. <laughs> Sponsored
4: by Geritol and the uh, Exlax you and Melox and Effortense.
11: <laughs> Listen, I heard you say that you had you had diabetes, or you had some, you know, I don't know. But uh, was that type? Oh, I one have or some
4: what? What do you mean? I have diabetes. Well, yes.
8: Diabetes. Is it insulin dependent or is it non-insulin dependent? None. I, I'm,
4: None. I'm a
13: graduate student over here at FAU. Right. And I got a friend of mine that's in the biochemistry department, and they're telling me that they're coming out with some new stuff for uh, for insulin
8: dependent diabetics that's inhaling. So. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, <laughs> that's what he said. Nice call, sir. Oh, god. We have an open line in day one at Broward. Five, six, seven. You know something? These have been pretty interesting calls today, even the bad ones. You know, been pretty goddamn interesting. I mean, it's not as good as talking about what's the morning line on a goddamn golf tournament and which old fart's gonna Oy. cook first. Boy, old farts playing golf. I mean, that—that's. We have scraped the bottom of the barrel, really. We, we've we just uh, I realize football is over, even though we can talk about you know all the uh, guy, all the ten year olds are going to be drafting in uh, seven or eight years. But boy, you talk about senior golf. This radio station man has absolutely no shame. If it's a game, I would hey, I wouldn't be surprised if we can be, bring back Rick to do some bowling on the radio, and maybe some quite tournament. Oh. Sounds good to me. The
12: fans are beginning to blew the, blow the uh, blew the, play selection.
4: Yeah, and by the way, where is Rick Weaver right now? And he is in, on Clear Street right now. Where's another guy? Did he ever smell bad? Wow. Huh? I mean, he was a great broadcaster compared to that Zimfer guy, but boy, did he smell bad. He was a strange dude, Rick Weaver. Mm. We have an open line of date, 5670560 and pound 560 on a mobile one-line. And talk about an eagle, man. Woo! I mean an ego bigger than uh, than uh, Fat Boy and uh, Josh Friedman put together, and throw Al Goldstein in there too—a gigantic, gargantuan ego.
8: That's Mister Weaver to you.
4: <laughs> Only the thing is, he was serious about that.
8: He spun it right out of his jock strap.
4: I'll bet. Twenty-six past noon at five sixty W.
11: And the running backs are turning the cracks into big holes.
0: Elizabeth Taylor. Fabio, share. they all have celebrity perfume.
6: Now from the White House comes the first perfume of the Clinton era.
9: Hillary, the name is notorious. Hillary, the woman, is notorious. Hillary, the leader, is notorious. Part Hillary,
0: part notorious. The new perfume from Hillary Clinton... Clintorius
6: What's that smell? <laughs> That's my Clintorius
3: <clears throat> I love it Nothing smells quite like it Smell it? I can't
6: even find it Is that it? No. Nope. Is that it? Nope How about this? Nope
1: It's a little hard to find, but once you do
6: Holy mackerel,
1: it's great
0: Look for it at your perfume counter, post office, or at the bait and tackle
3: Hi <laughs> hey y'all, this is Hillary Clinton And you love my Clintorius
0: Look for it in the little red box,
4: Clintorius. South 31 at 560 WQAM. God, that's embarrassing as (laughs) to me. It should be. We have an open line of date, 567. Our poll question today, by the way, is uh, who do you like better, Rick Weaver or Bill uh, (laughs) Zimfer? The nondescript Bill Zimfer. So anyway, speaking of Clintorius, all this uh, big flap, including even a statement that they issued out of the White House yesterday, did you see that? about Chelsea being on the cover of a people magazine and that they're doing a story about her. And then they had that um, channel surfing this morning. I think it was on uh, Good Morning America, which I never watched that show. In fact, I never watched any of the morning shows anymore since they took the good people off the CBS show. But nevertheless, so they had Ron Reagan Jr. She was on there, the ballet dancer, getting very indignant about, well, you know, she's only a young girl and she's not a public figure. She's not a public figure. That they traipsed her out when they uh, were up there at Hyannisport the weekend after uh, whichever weekend that was uh, this uh, last traumatic 13 months with all the Monica and the penis getting everything. Chelsea is not a public figure. How can you be the daughter of the first family and not be a public figure? Ron Reagan, Jr., you silly uh, twit and tights. It's a twit and tights, Ron Reagan, Jr. Man. And what's the big sentence about that? You know, I guarantee you there are plenty of other kids whose father isn't the president, whose parents aren't the first family, who aren't going to have it made for the rest of their lives, whose parents have cheated on each other, maybe both, and know all the gory details. How about some kid in a trailer park somewhere? And everybody in town at some little horseball trailer park or some little town, Geneva, New York, And everybody in town knows who's diddling everybody else. And those kids uh, have to suffer the embarrassment of knowing, uh, you know, that this one was doing that one, and this one had uh, Gloria banging her up against the wall, whatever the hell it was. And Tommy's mother, she was in there, too. They were doing a three-way. You know, how about them? Does anybody care about them? No. Oh, but poor Chelsea. And, by the way, speaking of poor Chelsea, they had a clip on air last night with her out there at school. Where's she going to Stanford? With her boyfriend, and i got news for her, she's got a pretty cute boyfriend who either has bad eyesight or can sniff the money at the other end of the rainbow. Or maybe she just uh, does what her mama does, and then maybe she gives good head. Or maybe all of the above. But some nerve they got. Oh,
5: well, we're
4: very upset with the people at People Magazine. Why? Is she somehow immune? So that sounds like the British now, you know, and of course the British, at least those kids are like, what, 15 and 13, something like that, William and Harry, those pay, pasty British uh, twits. But she's an adult. And all of a sudden there's all this righteous indignation. Poor Chelsea, what she's had to go through, and all the embarrassment that Daddy was uh, doing the Monica in the, in the oral office and uh, sticking that cigar in her, et cetera, and so on. Probably gave her some good pointers. Maybe that's how she hooked that good-looking boyfriend. Here's Hollywood. Hello.
5: Hey, Neil. Yes,
4: sir. Good
12: afternoon, sir. Yes, back to you. I try to give you a call when I have some accurate information for you. Yes? Uh, Vegas is in Clark County. No prostitution allowed there.
4: Right. Carson okay. County is the one where they have prostitution. Am I correct?
12: Yeah. Well, it's up by Reno. Actually, outside of Clark County, there are other counties that have prostitutions. You could take a cab from Vegas into these uh, chicken farm wherever you want to oh
5: go. Oh, my God.
12: Yeah. Exactly. Now, uh, as far as your blood pressure medication goes, Yes. Uh, you could have this in your system anywhere from seven to thirty days. Ah! Uh, well, I'm sorry. Oh my God! Yeah, nothing I could do about that. But at That's... least
5: there's
4: a uh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel.
12: Exactly, but no more than thirty days. Yeah. Now, also, do you have a PDR at home? Not a new one. Okay. Uh, you, you should take. You, Spend a couple of bucks, get a new PDR, yeah. and all your medications. You should look up and see what the side effects are. Yeah, I, I used find to do out, that,
4: and I stopped doing it. You're right.
12: Well, you know, you'll find out. You don't want to take anything you don't have to take. My mm-hmm. next question is, what was your blood pressure when you dropped all that weight, went down to 170 pounds?
5: Oh, and
4: I went down to 170? Right. I wasn't taking anything for it. Well, it was perfect. It was like one ten over ten over seventy. I would think that would be the incentive. Oh, you know, you know, I when I drove out of the doctor's yesterday, uh, and he didn't say anything about it. He, this particular doctor is usually is the kind of guy that says you better lose the weight or you're going to be dead. Exactly. He didn't even waste his time, okay? Because exactly. on because on his scale with my shoes and all my clothes yesterday, I weighed two o four. So believe me, I got a lot, long way to go. But I uh, I had a good day uh, yesterday eating wise.
12: I I would think that would be the incentive. Right, Uh, because
4: if you lose the weight,
15: because
12: there are
4: some people that have essential hypertension, as you know, which means it's got nothing to do with their weight, but I'm lucky enough uh, or unlucky but that it's the fat that has to do with my being diabetic, diabetic and high, hypertension. Exactly. And that if I would lose the goddamn weight, I could take all the uh, pills and throw them in the trapper. Well,
12: well I, I think beginning today, it's 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 a new leaf for you, and and what we're gonna turning do over
1: is, a new maple leaf, right?
4: Exactly.
12: We're going to send a big black guy named Ben down there every Friday, and if you don't Name lose the weight, he's going to beat the snot out of you. Okay. Thank you, sir.
4: Thank you, sir. We're going to send uh, old Ben Down down here, huh? I think he's upstairs right now. He's uh, up and down the shaft in the elevator. Old Ben Down. That's our program. That's my new name for him, by the way. Thank you, sir. Not only for an excellent call, but for giving me a great suggestion. Instead of calling him Duff or Bluff, it's old Ben Down. Ben Down, the program director. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello.
8: Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Wait. We need Peter Worrell back.
4: Yeah, okay, thank you. Oh, maybe that's the big black guy this guy was talking about. Jesus. Open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. By the way, wait till you hear the rest of the Peter Worrell story if you ever do. Here's a mobile invoker. Hello.
8: Yeah, hey, Neil, man. I hope you're feeling better. I'm
4: feeling great. Yeah,
8: great show, and I just happen to be passing by. Keep up the
4: good passing work. Passing by what?
8: I'm passing through here on 95. I'm coming in from uh, Melbourne. Yeah. And, uh, you know, keep up the good work with that hockey ring because Wayne Isinga, I'll tell you, you know, this guy's a real problem. And one of the reasons I called this.
9: He's an asshole.
5: He's.
8: A, I'm a solid
11: Marlins fan. I do a lot of work with the Marlins. Yeah. Uh, with, their, with their association. And, you
8: know, when the Marlins come up with the, the middle,
10: organization, yes? Yeah,
8: with the organization. We do a little service for them. But to make a long story short, the. Everybody supports the Marlins up in uh, Melbourne when they come up for spring ball. Right. As soon as they come back down to Miami, we can't watch the
11: games. Sports Channel has a lock on all their games, and Time Warner, which is the cable company
8: up there, they're doing it to us again. We can't watch the goddamn games.
9: He's an asshole. And, yeah. and any pressure that you can put on this guy to get these games to be up in uh, Oh, yeah, right. right. I got I got them. a lot
4: of I got a lot of uh, clout with that organization. I can't even get them to get the goal light so we can see him in the uh, Mac arena. I'm the number one hockey fan in the whole goddamn USA. Can't get them to fix the uh, goal light in the arena and I'm going to uh, uh, get the uh, thing on for you up there. I wish I could, pal.
8: Well, I'm, I'm just trying because I'm I'll do anything I can and you know, I'm I'm real ticked off. This guy, I don't care how much money he has. He's the biggest asshole I've ever I've ever run into in my he's whole life. He's an asshole. Okay, thanks. Okay.
4: Okay, and that's uh, Jimmy Johnson's story, by the way. True story. Johnson wanted uh, Wonstadt. Wayne said, no. And uh, Johnson, oh, okay, see ya. It's in the papers on the front pages. Wayne has to come rushing back the next morning. They fly Wonstadt in a Wayne helicopter from the West Coast, and then they put on this big act for the public. Oh, yeah, Wayne's the hero. Wayne's the hero. Hmm. Open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. 22 to 1 at QAM.
3: Bill Rogers.
2: There once was a man named Bill who lived on Capitol Hill. He gave me a dress and made it a mess, and I kept it under my bed in my house. Nah, that's no good. Okay, let's see. All right. Roses are red. The White House is white. I signed in the log book one night. No, that's no good either. Mm. Hickory dickory dock. The president showed me his. No, 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 no good. Okay, okay, I got it, I got it. Twas the night before Christmas. And all through the house, Bill got naked, except for my blouse. My parents were nestled, all snug in their bed, while I was giving the president. Uh, no, 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 that's no good either.
4: Twelve forty four and five sixty. That's probably the clip they'll be showing tomorrow during the. Uh, oh God, six hours of that direct with the videotapes. Two open lines in Now, what about this Chelsea? Am I the only one that has an opinion that Chelsea is not beyond reproach and that she's a public figure? And if she's a uh, People magazine wants to write about her, what's the big deal with that? Like I said before, plenty of other, it's like when Diana died, the same thing with the royal family with the kids. Oh, my God, they lost their mother. Well, that's a tragic thing. But you know what? There are like anonymous people all over the world that lose their mother every day. And the world isn't sitting around and Elton John isn't making up songs for them. How do you like that? And they're not rich. And they're not, yeah, and they're not filthy rich, and there's not going to be the king and the queen and, uh you know, get all that money for sitting around in those uh, velvet, uh, whatever they're wearing, doing stuff from the Stone Age. That's our poll question, by the way. Who is sillier, the queen of England or the pope? And number two, who's a better dresser? And number three, who's the bigger queen? Here's uh, Fort Myers. Hello.
15: Hello. Yes, sir. Hey. uh is
4: this Neil? It sounds like me. All right.
11: Uh, what about professional bowling? Televised profe- professional bowling?
4: <laughs> pretty weak. Pretty weak. But I'm going to tell you something. This is a true story. Yeah. Rick Weaver on WIOD. Back in the days when they used to put a lot of crap on to fill up time on the weekend, actually did bowling on radio. Yes,
15: I I understand that. Is
4: that incredible or what? That's
15: pretty lame, but yeah, it, you
4: know. <laughs> oh, it's a little high. There's a seven ten split. Wow, what yeah. a bad Ooh. break.
15: All right.
11: <laughs> all right well i just wanted to call and say have a good show and everything
4: else thanks a lot pal say all hi right. to all my uh, 10 friends on the west coast all right see ya
10: Bye. that's the first down by the hair on their chinny chin chin
4: okay we have an open line of date one in broward 5670560 pound 560 on the mobile one line any response to my question about rick weaver or bill Zinfer. no no that's because they don't know who bill Zinfer is he is so generic man so generic this obsession this station has with all these out-of-town people you know like the hockey announcer that lives in Jersey and like flies to the games and flits around, and the football announcer that lives in Philly and is a big Philly sports fan and promoter up there on his oldie station and flies into the Dolphin games once a week. As long as I live, I'll never forget that show he did. Remember that day when he was filling in for Hank and he did the show on a phone line from Philadelphia and had no idea what was going on down here? Nice going, uh, Billy. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Your show is so juvenile. Oh, great. That's why you listen. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for that uh, compliment. Your show is so juvenile that he listens every minute of every day, and he can't get enough of it. God bless you, sir. That's for you. Juvenile, my fat ass. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. See, every I've already conditioned this audience to it. Every call like that is not a shot at me. It's a shot at yourself. Yeah, it's like Russian roulette with a gun fully loaded. Because you're admitting that you're not only are you listening, you're making the effort, which I thank you profusely, because not too many people do that—to take the time to call, to wait a few minutes, to come on the air and express uh, something. God bless you, sir. There's another one for you, just like Bernie gets. Here's Miami. Hello.
13: Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing, sir? Uh, definitely, you're. Uh... You may be juvenile, but that's the reason why you're so entertaining. You're not old and moldy and dead.
3: Yeah, and
4: I would talk about the senior golf. You know, I feel sorry for some of the people on this station. I don't want to mention any names that have to be schlepped around to some of these so-called sporting events and have to try to play it up big and pretend it's something. I mean, senior golf. Oh, geez. Give me a break.
13: Well, here's a
4: bunch of doddering old farts. Oh, my God, look it, at that. They're still alive.
13: It it, it, can't, it can't be as bad as, uh, you know, juvenile golf. What can I say? But, uh, you know, I'm in the 27-plus Julio bracket for you here, and uh, today is my birthday. <laughs> yeah, today is my birthday. Yeah. You, sir. And, God, uh, my
4: faster one
13: <laughs> I'm traditionally... Uh, I'm going to do my traditional thing of going to Outback Steakhouse and eating until I for or, or die, whichever one comes first. Right. Uh, but in any case. You like uh, that
4: walkabout soup, by the way?
13: Uh, no, I've never, I've never had it.
4: No. you never had that? Oh, no. I love that. If you oh, like onions, onions, if you like cheese and onions, man, that's great stuff. I,
13: I usually go on a strict diet of uh, the largest steak, which is the porterhouse. Oh, and,
4: well, that's good. And then
13: after that, I take my chocolate thunder from down under, or oh. my African-American from down under, whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, in any case, your, you know... Your coon... Uh, <laughs> my coon uh, brownie. Mm-hmm. But uh, in any case, I was watching... Speaking of coons, I was watching uh, television uh, a couple of days ago, and they had Gary Coleman. He was like... Uh, for assault, he's like, what, 40-something? He looks like he's... 56. Yeah. He looks like he's 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, you well, know, He's
4: got that... Uh, you know, he had a bad bowl of grits or something when he right. cut them.
13: Well, you know, it, it just seems to me that... I, he's I, like
4: a lot of these sports people are call the station. He just refuses to grow up.
13: I, I, I grew up with a lot of uh, these child actors like, uh, you know, uh, Gary Coleman, uh, Ralph Macchio, uh, Drew Barrymore, and, you know, it seems to Now, me, Ralph
4: Macchio, even with those bad zits, he was married when he was about, what, like 15 years old I'm, when he was like 12, I think?
13: I think so. He's been
4: married for like twenty years.
13: Yeah, I, I, it just seems to me that when you're a child actor, you're signing a death warrant for the rest of your life. going You yeah. grow up to be psychotic. That's right. They
4: almost every one of them winds up to be really screwed up.
13: Absolutely. Look at poor
4: Jay North, the uh, Adidas the Penis boy. Woo Heavy really.
13: Even that kid that, that uh, played Nicholas and Eight Is Enough, he still hasn't grown into that cranium. Maybe he's Joe Rose.
4: Whatever happened, by the way, to uh, Vince Van Patten and uh, Scott Bayo, Do they run off together right then? Yeah. yeah. I, I, think I they don't know. Worked.
13: You, you, you know, I, I, all I'm saying is, is just that, that show it, they had eight bad. inches
4: is enough, or not whatever that was. Uh, I, that was embarrassing.
13: I mean, pretty much, just just to tell you, just to tell you what kind of level these guys are. At, I mean, the only normal person that I've seen close to it is probably Drew Barrymore. You know how psychotic she is now. Yeah. You know, so I just feel. Bad I kind of
4: prefer an Ethel Barrymore myself. Well, listen, have a great right birthday, yeah, pal. i Bye-bye. We have an open line of date. See, there's a young Julio, 27 years old. Happy birthday, sir. Oh! oh, you know why? And we got to get, because we had all that technical uh, problem in the first hour. God, does that piss me off. Nothing worse than, you know, I mean, if I came in late or if, was, like, or if I was, like, unprepared or if I was sick as a dog again, that's a different story. Come in here a quarter to nine in the morning, plenty of time to sit here and prepare and get in the right frame of mind and feel my face to see if it's heating up yet, which, by the way, thank God, it's back to room temperature. Till I eat that. Drink. And thanks again to my good friend Chuck, by the way, from uh, Chuck Subs, over on the corner of 441 and Ivesberry Road. What Subcenter. What did I call it? Sub-center. Like from the sub center. Okay, I'm under a lot of pressure. The sub center. Thank you, Chuck. But at any rate, according to Arbitron, even though we're dynamite, number one men, 25 to 44 between 10 and 2, men 50 plus, we have oh Hispanic. We don't have one Hispanic man over the age of 50 who listens to the show. So between now and two that's my goal to get at least one old spick to call this show. Even if he hates it. Just one. Just to prove that Arbitron is full of crap. Five six seven O oh, five sixty, pound five sixty on the Mobile One Line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes sir. Uh
5: this
10: uncircumcised German guy. I just want to tell you, um, you turned me on to that uh Macarena I went to for the first time uh Wednesday night. And I didn't give a crap about hockey before, but I'll tell you, it was really, really exciting. All right. I want to tell you thanks. They ought to give you a commission check from uh, Wayne, my knowing. Oh yeah, yeah, they're big fans of
4: mine. Mm -hmm. Right,
10: right. One question I had, Neil: What are all those empty seats? Are those people that are season ticket holders that just never bought a show? Yeah, those are those
4: are corporate seats. The ones in the lower bowl, those are corporate seats that the corporations buy up and. and a lot of time, and that's where you'll always see some empty seats because the people didn't give them away, or people didn't give them to folks who cared about showing up. So unfortunately, there's always a smattering here and there of those.
10: Right, right. It was just really exciting. I'm going to be going again, and I want to thank you. Excellent. It was just great. Uh, Neil, my my girlfriend's listening for the first time today. Could you play that? Uh, put the lotion in the basket. The whole scene where he goes calls the doctor. It's hysterical.
7: This is Debbie. Oh, hi Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some lip
5: Mm-hmm.
7: And I was wondering if you had some tummy tuck and uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, face lift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What
3: would you like to start with?
7: Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my uh, my thing.
2: Okay, we don't do that.
7: No. Could you do breast implants, though?
2: Uh, it can be done, but mm. I don't know that it would do it, it
7: right puts away. puts the lotion in the basket. uh
2: mm-hmm.
7: How much? Uh,
3: 5000
7: Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. uh mm-hmm. Laser surgery. uh mm-hmm. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy?
16: Excuse
7: me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman?
2: Well, we'll have to see
16: you first, and then upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you.
7: Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy?
16: Uh, if you'd like to.
7: It puts the lotion in the basket.
16: Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay. Um, there is a $100 consultation fee.
7: That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, my name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay. Just one you, it right? puts the lotion in the basket.
16: I understand.
7: It puts the lotion in the basket.
16: Do you want to come in for a consultation for it advice? It puts
7: the lotion in the basket.
16: Okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment or do you want to call me back? Or? It puts
7: the lotion in the basket.
2: I understand. I've got
7: my skin suit nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket.
2: I understand that. Would you like to It
7: puts a... the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you in a time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Hello?
4: Call <laughs> 55 at 560 WQAM. Anyway, uh, so I'm having my meatballs with cheese and uh, onions, <clears throat> my Ekin's lunch. And I walk in the other room, and George has got astonishing, I had no idea, a humongous chef salad from uh, the sub-center, from Chuck's Joint, that is, like, mostly, you know, most chefs salad are just a bunch of, like, grass, you know, a crap. But just, like, mountains of great cold cuts and cheese, and that's going to be my lunch every day from now on, okay? Every day except Tuesday when I go to Mommy's. That's going to be my lunch every day. That's a perfect Atkins lunch. That is a beautiful thing. In fact, you want some meatballs? No, Seriously. at 5.60, WQM. we got Hank coming up from the geriatric golf tournament this afternoon between 2 and 6. we got the booster at 6 o'clock. 7 o'clock, the Panther pregame, because it's a big game tonight, baby. The Panthers, who are red-hot with Pavel Bure at Pittsburgh to play the red-hot Pittsburgh Penguins with Yarmory Younger and Marty Straka. Should be a damn good game tonight,
5: we hope.
0: Anyway. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.
9: It's not just the one to two hour, it's a phenomenon.
3: We're down in Jamaica in the caribbean, they got the best verb that you ever seen. Ask anybody in that neighborhood. They tell you this is country where the ganja people Rasta man has some he want to sell, and from a mile away you can detect the smell of smoke. Smoke ganja, smoke, smoke. He light up his spliff and choke. a Smoke ganja, smoke, smoke. Smoke ganja, smoke. smoke, ganja, smoke smoke the gun
9: should be good okay
3: you can carry lots of herb in the gunny sack smoke it every day until your lungs turn black with all the money that we have made jamaica doesn't need any foreign aid american tourists come here and say Got nothing like this in the U.S.A. They smoke, smoke ganja, smoke, smoke. They light up the spliff and talk. They begin to puff and choke. Smoke ganja, smoke, smoke. The gunja be good. Mama, tells her son you are a Rasta man. You like to smoke the giant slip whenever you can. Many people coming here from miles around to buy the earth from you by the ounce and the pound. Rastaman, say to her, Mama, you're right. The ganja be good tonight. And then they smoke, smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. They light up the slip and talk. Smoke, ganja, smoke, 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 ganja, smoke, smoke, the yeah, ganja
4: be good, oh, come on. 102 at 560 WQM. Don't do the show with your mouth full of food, okay? <clears throat> Boy, this is good today. And that's chef salad, man. I'm just, uh, I can't wait till Monday. You believe that? No. Well, I mean, as far as lunch. A perfect Atkins, uh, he's got the best damn meat over there. You know, you can't touch Chuck's meat. It is uh, the best I've ever had in my life. The most astonishing steak that he uses in those steak subs and the cold cuts and these meatballs. God, it's been like, uh, I'd say, uh, five or six days since I had balls in my mouth like this. We have an open line of date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. About five days. Here's a a mobile in Miami. Hello.
8: Hey, Neil.
4: Yes, sir.
11: Uh, As far as Chelsea Clinton, Clinton has used her in every campaign uh, advertisement since he ran for governor. Right. Right.
5: Yeah. And
11: and he had her in that beach dancing scene where that they put together to try to grow a little sympathy for himself. I mean, all I mean that weekend
4: a few months ago when the whole family uh, flew up there to Hyannis, you know, after this whole thing blew, so to speak. Right. And uh, she was running around glad-handing everybody. I mean, she was, uh, you know, part of the whole entourage there. She was as visible. She wasn't like the dog hiding in the back somewhere, like Buddy, you know. She
5: was out there right. doing it.
11: And he's got to put her in between him and Hillary when they hold hands getting on the helicopter.
5: Right.
10: All I can say is God bless Ken Starr.
5: Oh, beauty.
4: God bless Ken Starr. Ho, <laughs> ho, Yeah. And the horse he rode in on, like James Carville said. God bless Ken Starr to drag us through all of this crap, but guess what, pal? A week from today, you won't be saying, God bless Ken Starr. You're going to be saying, because it'll be all over, baby. We can go on with life again. Instead of this right-wing paranoia, this sexual uh, right-wing paranoia. Open line of date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. North Miami, hello.
10: Part of the first family. It's not like she's got a choice. it's get used to it. Another two weeks, and no one will care. It'll be forgotten, too. But she's she is a public Figgler. Yes she's she is a Figler, a
4: public, uh, Fingler, right. Figler, yeah. Uh-huh.
10: I wanted to make a comment about Zimfer. Since you've had such a wonderful response. for none.
4: Because they don't <laughs> know who he is. They have no idea who he you is You on the air.
5: Yeah.
10: Hank asked people that oh about a month ago and and nobody knew nobody cared, but nobody knew. You know, he like uh Weaver, it's just we don't have a choice. That's who you listen to. I found myself enjoying Hank and and Mandich more than actually the guys that do the game, because right. half the time I listen on the radio, you know, and then a lot of the games are blacked hey, listen, out.
5: I'll tell you, if
4: Mandich weren't doing color on the Dolphin games, we wouldn't have anybody listening.
10: He he really, I thought Hank used to be real good. Right. But, but Mandich, I, I will say, is, is, and I enjoy Hank, and I'm a fan of Hank's, right. but Mandich is, makes that radio, you know, broadcast. but actually, Because I think he's a he, wild
4: man, because he doesn't take it too seriously, because you got a sense of humor about it.
10: He's a homer, but he lets you know when they stink, so. yeah. But anyways, that's just something that, you know, if he's there or he isn't there, eh, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> and he doesn't live here, what does he care? Exactly. Listen, uh, we're glad we're on a high for the next two games. It's going to help because it's two tough teams. So.
4: Okay. Best of luck. Go Panthers, go. Like you said.
10: Hey.
11: Stench of cow manure hovers over this performance by the Dolphins.
4: <laughs> okay, we have an open line today at 5670560. Can you imagine Tim McCarver saying that? No. No, I don't think so. There's only one Jim Mandich. I'll tell you that right now. Here's a mobile in Key gain. Hello?
8: Yes. Yes, sir. Hello? Yes, I am. Uh, Hank? Hank, yeah. No, I'm sorry.
11: Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That was. Oh, you fun. said that. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not used Whatever to... Whatever my the name is. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a Cuban and I'm yes? over 60. All right! A, oh! And I listen to your radio, to your... uh program every
4: day even to this show it
11: is
4: god bless you sir
12: definitely
4: and i, I agree with most of the things you you, you say excellent thing okay I'll okay see you okay well, how do you like that there's an old spick It's listening to this show all right hey, what you arbitron people now, i bet you we got lots of course they don't want to you know their voices to be identified because then they'll be looking for him in domino park this guy this guy don't waste his time at domino park see this guy's not one of those old farts sitting around there. Fidel, Fidel, come in, he's there, come in, You know, that same old tired tune rhymes with June. We have an open line of date. And, of course, that thing about the coon, have we, we haven't had one black person say that offends me, have we? No. Not one. I think I hit the mother load again, okay? Arguing about African-American. There, there is no such thing as an African-American unless somebody just got off the boat from, uh, you know, Kenya or uh, South Africa or Nigeria, one of those countries over there. Unless they just came from there, they are not an afro are they? No. No. So what What kind of a stupid thing do you get sucked into? Don't get sucked into labeling yourself because the white establishment wants you to be labeled, okay? Just tell them, blow it out your white. That's all. And stop uh, with all this politically correct horse crap. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. How
8: you doing, Neil? Great. Yeah, I'd have to disagree with your statement that there's no
4: such thing as an African-American because uh, a couple of years ago my wife became a U.S. citizen and I went to the, uh, the ceremony there and they would call out the different countries and then the people would stand up from the countries. And then when they got to South
11: Africa, they called out Saf- South Africa and I looked and a white woman stood up.
5: Yeah,
4: so, you know,
8: She's an African-American. That's the only one I've ever seen.
4: A white African-American.
8: Oh, absolutely. Okay. So that's the only one I've ever seen. I've never
4: seen an actual black African-American. Okay, thanks for the good news. Okay, so there's white african Americans, but there's no black ones. Is that correct? Uh Uh-huh. Thank you. Good point. Okay, we got this clarified. We got it down pat yet, okay? No more African-American. No Canadian-African or African-Canadian. No African-Mexicans. Anybody ever see an African-Mexican? No. An African-Cuban? No. African-Jamaican? No. African uh, whatever the hell it might be? No. We have an open line. And, of course, why would you want to be African anyway? You know, what what is that all about? You want to be identified with cannibals? Is that what it is? Cannibal Lecter? Or maybe does that, how about just sticking a bone through your nose? Would would that fit right in? There's still probably some places over there where they have tribes. Am I right? Don't they still stick bones through their uh, nose? Eight minutes after one at 560 WQM. I'll get to that thing about the French-Canadians, by the way. Now, what's her name that you're very upset about this story in city losing? Susan, like? my good close personal friend. Your close personal friend, Susan, that used to work over there with us. Uh, she didn't work at uh, Paxton, but she worked in the same building. What was that thing called? Marketing Magic. Marketing Magic with that asshole Jack...
5: Shit. Uh... Mark. What did you just say? <laughs> I didn't say it. Jack. I said, "Ball." That guy didn't know Jack. And you oh. said, shh, shh, "Yeah." What? What was that? What? What did what, did this man just say? What I thought he
4: said? No. Uh-huh. Yes, he
13: did. But that's uh-huh. what we called him over there.
4: Yeah, well, he didn't know Jack Spratt. But at any rate, she wrote a column for CityLink Magazine about the uh, stuff going on this weekend, and one of the things is Canada Fest '99.
0: Boy.
4: And she starts out in the very first paragraph by saying, if there's an unusual number of men walking on Hollywood Beach with thongs exposing their cheeks, then it must be the 15th annual Canada Fest. And then she goes on to describe who's going to be there and what they're going to be doing. And just based on that first paragraph, because she talked about frogs with the bare cheeks, and she said very darkly too, I thought, they wanna, they're trying to get her ass fired. Those freaking frogs. Let me tell you this, okay? Frogs, band in Florida. Go back for Charlie. We'll go home. We hate you like poison. Go away, you cheap frog bastard, you. God. By the way, did you notice that George said Uh 10 minutes after 1 at 5:60 WQM? Have you tried to. French
8: Canadians, you come here
15: every year. Uh old, feeble souls. Not knowing head from rear. A quite thing, I only had one eye. Well, you eat like pigs and you dress like slobs. Clog our highways with your cars. Unfeelible.
3: Um, only
17: Hummel.
15: one thing worse than a restaurant is to see you in a bar. Well, or stay French Canadian free I a one-way ticket on Air Canada for thee. But, 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 but. Oh, Florida, please make the frogs all flee. Oh.
2: all right
4: 114 at 560 wqm so i just heard a staggering rumor which i'm sure must be true i think fat boy was the one circulating this rumor around the building if i'm not mistaken that there's another am sports station going on here in this market like very very soon oh. wow maybe they'll actually put the uh the sports babe the sports bitch on here huh wow we'll be in big trouble then that's fucking bitch yeah and maybe some of the people from here, maybe some of the people with the high squeaky voices from here, will actually wind up over on that new sports station. Oh! Man. Can't you imagine some of the people upstairs if that if that turned out to be true? Oh, they're going to have a heavy, heavy <laughs> duty weekend, baby. Woo! Yeah! We're going to have our own party, okay? Screw their party. We're having our own ratings party.
3: Oh!
4: We have an open line at day 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the 18th. Hey, listen, there's enough boring sports nerds and uh, chronic gamblers in this town to fill up the lines on two, uh, huh? Oh, yeah. Hey, what about what's the number on that uh, Geneva-Hobart game, huh? What's the number on that Albion uh, College-Holland-Michigan uh, game? Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
8: Hey, Neil. It's, yeah, I just wanted to – you made a comment earlier about Rick Weaver. I'm not
11: sure what. You were looking for an answer. Well, a not there. I hate to use
10: this, but it's uh, one of
9: my Weaverisms, like a wet watermelon, Yeah.
11: Well, the only thing I can make a comment on is I haven't listened to the radio at a Dolphin game since Rick Weaver and Hank have done them. This new guy, Bill, is a jerk, and <laughs> and I think that Mandage is such a homer, I can't even stand him, to, even though he's an ex-jock. Mandage I mean, is a homo? No. Homer. Oh. Homer, Homer, Homer. Yeah. I, I, but I mean, as far as the uh, you don't like I, Jim Manage? Not really. I think that he gets over. He goes a little overboard. Yeah. I think that really and truly the best team that they had for the longest time was Rick Weaver and Hank Goldberg. Hank was yeah. great on there.
4: And, and Weaver, of course, was a pro. But in the last couple of years, he started. You know, they well, had, uh, had a couple of give him a roadmap to tell him where he was, but he was still better than
5: Zimfer.
11: That's true. In fact, well, he was having some personal problems too. I think that didn't really help him as far as uh, doing a good broadcast, but. Even though he had all those Rick Weaverisms, whatever you call them, I still think he he was uh, a lot better. And than the running backs today. are turning the cracks into big holes.
4: Yeah, that's
11: a good one. I never heard that one before. There you
4: go. Well, listen, I'll, uh, he's in Mississippi. I'll send him a letter for you.
5: Thank you. Have
4: a great day. Nice. Yeah, he was good, Weaver. Okay, he smelled bad. And he was a really egotistical, strange guy. But he was uh, he was good. He had a distinctive flair, as opposed to uh, you know the guy we got. now it was like uh, a voice out of a box somewhere, basically. We have an open line at date one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the at t wireless line. Anybody out there got any spy reports on the new sports station that's going on very soon? No. Come on, let's hear it. Especially before the weekend comes. Let's get these guys upstairs just all over the place, man. Call Mr. Whipple over the weekend, George. Monday morning, you're going to have to have extra rolls all over this place. Boy, they're going to be crapping in their pants. Greg Reed won't be seeing him all weekend. He'll be locked behind closed doors going,
3: oy,
5: And he do not even
4: know what it means. He thinks it's G O backwards.
8: Oy. They'll be going
4: nuts. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir.
8: What's uh do you happen to know what's uh why Mandy got Mandy's got
11: canned over at Channel Ten?
4: I, I don't know what that was all about. I I don't know if it was canned or uh I know and he's they, not on a weekend sports thing anymore, but I saw him on there with Jimmy Syphilis the just the other day.
11: They so, said they said after the Super Bowl that uh, his contract was not renewed and yeah. you know, there's always a story behind the story. Uh huh. uh, I'll have to ask
4: him about it, but certainly if you had to choose between him and Jimmy Syphilis, I mean, Maddich is a a thousand times better than Jimmy on on, on a bad day.
10: Absolutely. Yeah. Of course, he and Wayne are are sisters, though. I mean, syphilis and uh,
17: the same pot takes. Really?
5: What what did he just
4: say? Something about syphilis with Wayne on Wayne's bald spot? I I missed it. Your phone's breaking up, pal, but it was getting pretty interesting. So the guy before said Maddich is a homo, and this guy says uh, Jimmy Syphilis has got... uh, Wayne's bald spot on his rectum. Two open lines in date, Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a lady mobile in Miami. Hello.
16: Hello. Yes, ma'am. Neil, hi. Sorry, I'm paying a toll. Anyway, um, I'm calling about the comment about the African Americans.
4: By the way, hi to my good friend. Uh, what's your name over there on the uh, toll booth?
16: Okay. Well, actually, what I was going to the man? automatic. Um. So what? I have a question for you. If the, if the Exact term- terminology for white people is ca- Caucasian. Yeah. Then what would it be for black people?
4: What's the last time you ever called somebody a Caucasian?
16: Um, not often. Yeah. Just maybe you check that box or something. If you were going to, to refer. Taxes. In other words,
4: if you were going to ask somebody who committed a crime, was yeah. that person white or black? You would never say, was that per- person Caucasian or African American? Would you ever say that? No. No.
16: No. But I'm just wondering if there is another term. I'm in business and I sometimes deal with black people.
4: How about,
5: I, sp- how about
16: spook? <laughs> well, I really don't think that would be easier. It's a
4: lot easier to say than African-American.
16: I agree. It's I say a nice one-syllable you know?
4: word like coon or spook. I say, let's go with it.
16: Right, right. But, I, you know, I'm in sales. I'm trying to sell to these people. So I'm trying to... Or maybe you know, I don't want to be PC, but... Yeah. I, it's, I'm having a How about, a hard time how about dark?
5: How
4: about the dark-complected? <laughs>
16: Okay, I'll try
4: that one. How about pigment, pigmentally uh, challenged <laughs>
16: pigmentally in America? Pigmentally challenged. Okay. Have a great right. day,
4: sweetheart. You say hi to back. all your white friends. Okay, we have an open line. I mean, you never refer to somebody white as a Caucasian. It's ridiculous. Any more than you'd refer to somebody with yellow skin as uh, an Asian or Oriental. I mean, or you're always giving me that nitpick. I, I don't care what you say. I didn't make it up. It's not but, but look at how easily that works. If you say gook, I mean, don't you know exactly what we mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I I never heard anybody uh, bitch about that. So if gook is good for uh, the gander, then spook is good for the goose.
13: Because we don't have any gooks in the audience.
4: Hey, we got our friends up there at the Emerald Coast who are from Toronto and big Maple Leaf fans, by the way. God, I love those people up there. I didn't even know they were from Toronto. I'm going in there this weekend. We're going to have one day this week, either tomorrow or Sunday. Haven't been up there for a long time. Now that I know we got some Maple Leaf fans up there at Emerald Coast. Might even wear my maple leaf uh, jersey in there. You think that would look good? No, No, I don't think so. Looks like a jackass. Kind of look juvenile. Like I said before about this show, I want to be juvenile. I want to be like a mature adult, okay? I want to be one. Oh, I can't wait for this new sports station. God, I might actually have some interesting stuff on it.
5: Huh?
8: (laughs) Maybe put these bastards
4: on their toes a little bit. Oh! Because I got my bonus check in my pocket, but all of it came from this show between 10 and 2. Not one penny of it came from, like, the rest of the day, and I'm pretty per- porked off about that. Sounds to me like uh, some people let us down and themselves as well. I mean, we we certainly could draw I don't know how their other deals work. They're all intertwined. Yeah, see, how do you like that? So we certainly did our best to help make them some extra money, and if they didn't do it, don't look at us. Even if this is some kind of a uh, gooseball show. Here's a mobile a mobile in Fort Myers. Hello?
8: Neil, man. Yes, man. Hey, you can call me a uh, black, you know. But hey, I, got, uh, I got something else to say. Uh, how
4: about Kuhn? Would that bother you? Uh,
8: Jigaboo is pretty. Jigaboo, cool. that's
4: not bad, but that's too many syllables. Jigaboo. How about spook? Spook's not bad. Jigaboo, stool is pretty. Schwarzer, cool. yeah. Hey, I. Uh, uh, I do like Schwarzer though. You got to admit Yiddish has got a great sound to it. Schwarzer. Mm. Hey,
8: check this out, brother. Uh, another guy got exposed from a uh, Republican Party like yesterday. Yeah, man. Who's it, that? I-, I forgot his name, but he was like uh, in the case for impeachment. He's saying how Clinton was a, uh. A womanizing all this crap. Yeah. Meanwhile, his wife is sitting there, and, in, and his girlfriend sitting in the same in the same, same place. The Senate hearing room. Yeah. And it's in an inquirer. And I just thought, uh, you know.
4: Well, how come it's not in the mainstream media yet? They oh, got, well,
8: well Geraldo was talking about it last night. I yeah. Geraldo's black, too.
4: He's and black. he's a Puerto Rican, too, by the way. Is he? And Jewish.
8: Uh, is he got, they can make jiggaboo stew out of him, too? Exactly. All right, bro. If you
4: don't watch his ass. Okay, have a great day, sir. Well, wow, so what was that all about? So we better get the inquirer and find out which one of these uh, fascists has been screwing around again. Oh, and there was a great moment yesterday, which I'm sure you weren't watching, when there was a little disturbance in the gallery, and they took the 75th vote on whether we should have, you know, they voted we didn't want Monica in person because she's a slut and smells bad, and we didn't want this, and we did want that. And then when he finally voted the thing on bringing in the videotapes and allowing that, some old fart up in the gallery yells out, why don't you take a final vote and get it over with? And there was like this hushed silence, like, uh And uh, that fascist Rehnquist said, you know, please, uh, please restore order to the gallery. And of course, they probably yanked this guy out. You won't, won't see him no more. Right? Don't mess around in the gallery of the United States Senate. Okay? While they're doing their due diligence and holding their deliberations and trying to bring this to closure. Right? While they're trying to close it. We have an open line of date five, six, seven. And uh, let's have the countdown. I mean, one week from today. Even at, uh, that that's swishing uh, Trent Lott with his pom pom says next Thursday or. Friday at the latest by noon. Okay, so we're less than a week away. We're an hour and twenty-four minutes uh, at the most, at the outside, from getting all of this absolute unmitigated crap all over with. Thank God, Jesus. You think? And they had they they did the depositions again. Did anybody any of the three of them say anything new? No. no. Did they change their story? No. no. Was there anything significant that we haven't already had eighty-five thousand times? No. no. Is there anything different going to be seen on the videotapes tomorrow? No. no. But they just cling and cling like like one that just won't you know that won't fall off your rectum. Cling on. Yeah, get that baby in the bowl and let's get on with life already, okay? Look at all the trees they have to knock down to get you enough paper to get rid of that cling on. You know, just wiggle it, it'll get out of there maybe. 125 at 560
3: WQAM. Hey, Pierce.
1: i a You've been to traditional whorehouses, and you've tried the local escort service. But the big problem with these is you're a real busy guy, and your life moves real fast. You don't have all that time it takes for your whore to get undressed, get ready, do the job, and then get paid. You just want to get in, get out, in and out, in and out, and then go. Well, then you're going to love this. It's the all-new Hump and Go, the prostitution station you've been dreaming of. Once you drive up to a Hump and Go, you'll see an escalator at the front door. Hop on. At the top of the escalator, you'll see one of our many fine prostitutes, all ready to go. Once again, hop on. Hump and Go also has Pay at the Hump service, too. On the headboard, you'll see a little slot for your credit card. Once you're done, just slide the card in and you're ready to go. It's the all-new Hump and Go, the fastest thing in town.
5: Thank
4: you. Okay, one thirty. well, I was busy throwing out a lot of stuff, okay, because I like to clean the joint up even though nobody else uses it. Bunch of slobs out there, the you know, guys that were in here uh, last week, slobs. Anyway, here's a fact that says if there's going to be another sports station in the market, maybe we could have Phil Henry on the satellite, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. every weeknight. Are you sure? I guarantee you more people will be listening to QM for an extra four hours. Excellent point. Uh, maybe they'll have a gambling show on the other station, you think? Huh? Where they do that real micro narrow casting when they like go out and do stuff at like uh, dog tracks and line. Only one? Like I said, maybe they'll have eight or nine of those shows on the other station. We have an open line in uh, Broward, 5670560, pound 560. So I guess this this piece of news we have today probably opens the door for all those other rumors about Rick and Suds coming over here and doing mornings. Wouldn't you think? And then like this fact said, and uh, Phil being on there at 10 o'clock at night till 2 in the morning with a simulcast from your show? Are you sh- pretty sure? I think that's what's happening. Here's a mobile in Naples. Hello. How you
10: doing? Okay sir. Uh, I don't know if anybody's uh brought this point up or not. No. But uh when the slave boats brought the blacks from Africa, they would drop them off in Jamaica and all, that's in Haiti and that's how really if you think about it all blacks originate from Africa. And
4: uh Yaman. Yeah,
10: uh, you look at all those blacks in Haiti and in uh Jamaica, they don't call themselves African Jamaicans or African Haitians. They're exactly. Haitians.
4: That's my point. There's no such thing. Nobody would ever dream of saying I'm an African Haitian.
10: You know, that, that's something that was made up in, in, in this country. To, you know, to just,
4: made you know, up back. by white people in this country, sir. Don't yeah. ever forget that. Made up by a bunch of honkies.
10: It's just like, if you really think about it, there's only, you know, four races white, black, Asian, and Indian. Yeah. And you look on an application, anywhere
8: you go for an application, they have on their race.
4: But what about Puerto Ricans?
8: Hispanic, and, you yeah. know, and that's not a race. That's a culture. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> it's
4: all messed up. Okay, Pat, yeah. have a great day. Good point. Whatever he said. He said it's one big happy family is what he said. Isn't that, isn't that what he's talking about? Yeah, i on. We have an open line of date, 5670560. Okay, Rick Weaver or Bill Zimfer, all right? How about that new sports station,
5: huh?
4: Oh! <laughs> oh! Woo! Man. Just what they needed to get this complacent Greg Reed off his ass, the big sports shot here, you know? Mr. Hotshot. I got all the sports franchises. It's only costing us sixty million a year. That's right. That's that's why all the underlings here can't make enough money to scrape together to buy a damn sandwich. Because he's gotta give Wayne all the money from this joint. Nice going here, Greg. Ah! Can you imagine if the real studios we could have in this place with equipment that worked? If we weren't giving Baldy all that money for most of this marginal crap? I mean, the only thing we got on this station that draws an audience, as far as sports, is the Dolphins. That's the only sporting event that we have on this station that draws an audience. And even their numbers, since they, you know, they simulcast on power, which was absolutely ridiculous. That, but you know, they insisted on that. A lot of the NFL teams are insisting that with their radio broadcasts, it must be on AM and your FM also. And they said, okay. so that and, of course, also being on CMQ in Spanish and and almost every game on television. So by the time you narrow that down, it doesn't leave too much of the pie left over, baby. Just a little tiny uh, hair pie. So there you go. But that's okay because, you know, the man up there, he's obsessed. He's uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he wears a jockstrap. You know, he's always in that. Nobody knows what he's doing in there. He's probably running around with a jockstrap shooting hoops, you know. With his Walkman on, listening to you know, broadcast the games from ten years ago. Because he looks real athletic to me. <laughs> Here's a mobile in Delray Beach. Hello. Hey. Yes, sir.
13: Good day. How you doing? Good day. I got a good thing. Ebony.
8: That's it. Plain Ebony. 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 And then okay. all you can eat. And then if you could play all you can eat Negro. Yeah. That's all, Neil.
5: Okay, thank you. Okay, can
4: we play that? No. Too long. Oberlein and uh, Broward, how come we're not getting no black folks out there calling and telling us what they ought to be called, okay? Because they don't, quite frankly, they don't care, I don't think. I don't think most of them give a crap. No, seriously, they don't care about politically correct bull crap. They would like like to, uh, you know, have a few uh, meals on the table. They'd like to be making a hell of a lot more money, live in a much better neighborhood. They would like, uh, you know, a good education. They would like things that most people would like. As opposed to who gives a crap what we call them to make them feel better about themselves or make us. I think, I think the African American thing is a thing to make white people feel better about it. I mean, Negro is, you know, Negro reminds me of like, uh, Stephen Fetchy, you know? Old black Sambo. That's Negro. And black, you know, black, black is, uh, black. Isn't that what the song said? Black is frickin black. That, that should have been it. That should have been the end of the changes, okay? We we I mean we moved from niggardly to Negro to wasn't that a derivation? And what the guy said the other day, what a moron you are, sir. Yeah, niggardly. Well, that's a derivation of the word. Yeah, right.
5: You're a derivation of a a, a specious.
4: Here's Margate. Hello.
10: Hey Neil, how you doing? Great. I just wanted to call you. It's been a long time since so I've been able to call you. I wanted to thank you for the Dolphin Playoff tickets you gave me. I was, well, I was one of the the lucky uh, guys who uh, got one.
8: All right.
10: And a um, couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, I'm going to take my wife uh, to Ruth Chris for the first time.
4: Excellent choice.
10: What do you recommend?
4: Well, whatever you like. You like a ribeye?
10: Uh, n- no. Something no? A like steak, you know, like a big, fat, juicy steak. Well, the
4: rib- you never had a ribeye steak, though, Sam? Uh,
10: probably not. The
4: ribeye steak. Trust me. I know it doesn't sound, uh, believe me, when I tell you, that's the tastiest, the juiciest, the best ribeye steak. It gets you some like the, the barbecued shrimp and a big fat ribeye steak with some of the side dishes, like the um, spinach or broccoli al gratin, and the, you'll go nuts.
10: Okay. Fantastic. Listen, my five-year-old probably knows more about hockey than a lot of these fans. He you knows from spot check to everybody, but he's got something to say to you
5: real quick. Okay. Hang okay. on.
4: Okay. Nice to meet you. And nice to meet you, sir.
14: Who puts the lotion in the basket?
4: <laughs> How come I knew he was going to say, It puts the lotion in the basket. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Have a good one. Okay. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560. See, we're going to have every kid in America, every kid in the world is going to be running around saying, It
7: puts the lotion in the basket.
4: And the adults are going to be saying, Say what? Say what? Come on, get with it already, will you? It puts the lotion in the basket. Here's a mobile in Key Largo. Hello.
8: Ah, we're training them early now, aren't we? Yes, we are. Hey, yeah, uh, they got it all wrong. They're pronouncing it wrong. It's not African
15: American. It's a freakin' American.
4: A freak? Yeah.
15: <laughs> Is that
4: A F R I Q U E?
15: <laughs> hey, anyways, you know, I thought this was a a big joke with uh, Rimmer being the the cheap man. But did you ever watch the uh, the
11: tape of the Montreal game? I know you went to it.
4: The tape of the Montreal game? No. Yeah. Did
11: you rewatch the game? No.
4: He, he interviewed a guy. Why, 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 why would I rewatch a game?
8: Well, I don't know. He re- he uh, interviewed a guy. I think he was a, a journalist from Edmonton, and Jim Matheson or something. Do you know him?
5: No.
4: He says, oh, he's a good friend of his, of course. And uh, the guy said, no, no, oh, he yeah, didn't no say- Jim Houston probably from Vancouver. Oh, I, I'm not Jim sure of the name. Yeah. Well,
8: he, he they are all there to see Pavel, of course. Right. And he said, uh, well, if you were staying longer, he says I'd take you out golfing. And the guy says, well, he says... uh yeah, We had, we
4: had, we had 67 spy reports on it, something about going out to dinner, and then Rimmer fell uh, out of the booth yeah. He
8: finally gave it up. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it.
4: And have a great day, sir. What about those meals, Rimmer?
8: They stunk.
4: We have an open line in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 22 till 2 at QAM. You know, one of the most critical decisions you'll ever make is who to choose as your realtor. If you're buying or selling, who you choose is uh, crucial for, of course. If you're buying a home, this person needs to know the neighborhood you're going to be moving into, like the schools, the churches, the resources. If selling, you need somebody who can successfully negotiate to protect the investment you've got in your house. So go see the difference between ordinary and extraordinary service. Call the Joan and Rob Zucker team of Coldwell Banker Real Estate. Joan, Rob, Chris, David, Becky, and Bernadine make up Coldwell Banker's number one sales team in Broward County. They've got over 40 years combined service, and these folks can help you find a reloc- the home of your dreams. And even though they specialize in West Broward areas like Weston and Coral Springs and Out My Way and Plantation and the Acres, they can help you in all three counties. And when it comes to selling, nobody anywhere has got a better success rate at getting the price you're selling at. In fact, the Zucker team receives on average 97.3% of the list price on all homes they market. So call the zucker Coldwell Banker team today, 1-800-557-5698, or email them at homesusa at aol.com. Joan and Rob Zucker of Coldwell Banker Real Estate. You'll find them in the Fountain Shops of Plantation or call them again. Here's that toll-free number, 1-800-557-5698.
0: This is 560 QAM.
6: Choose your favorite time waster. Standing in line for Marlins World Series
2: tickets.
16: Hanging around the house waiting for the prize patrol or sitting in your
2: practically new car waiting to have your emissions checked. Tonight at 11, Channel 10 Eyewitness News investigates Florida's vehicle inspection system.
3: What
6: we found was an old system that has very little to do with environment and a lot to do with money. Channel 10 is live, local, late breaking.
3: Tonight at 11, I am wait the Raven. She's an immortal thief.
2: I feel because I like it.
3: Armed with a sword and a never-ending lust for adventure.
2: So famous.
3: She's in a quest to distress Johnson. Diplomatic immunity, oh. As long as she
9: doesn't need her head.
3: He's chosen me as his next partner.
9: I live here for free. Saturday night at 11.30 on the one and only Channel 10. Hop aboard the fun ships of Carnival Cruise Lines for the WCWNWO Cruise Cruise 99. Join the Nitro Girls, Buff Bagwell, and other WCWNWO superstars for an action-packed four-day cruise. Thank you, thank you. The MS Ecstasy sets sail from Miami on Monday, May 17th and returns Friday, May 21st. Ports of call includes Freeport and Nassau in the Bahamas. It's the party and be on national TV. Live cut-in segments from the MS Ecstasy will air on Monday Nitro from our very own Nitro Party. Plus, be a part of a live pay-per-view taping of Nitro's favorite sweethearts. Good night, girls. It's the WCWNWO Cruise Cruise 99. Space is limited, so call now. 1-800-929-5894. Or log on to WCW.com for information on how to reserve a cabin now. Now on the most popular cruise line in the world. Ships Registered Library in Panama. Cards of to change. Get on board the Bruce Cruise now. Call 1-800-WCW-5894 to reserve your cabin. Where do you find Hank
0: Goldberg? right where you Hey! Sports Radio 560
9: QAM. It's
0: a lie. I am not a Nazi. If you're a young, beautiful girl who's at least
1: an 8 out of 10 and has about the same score for IQ, Bill Clinton has a place for you. It's the school for underprivileged kids building immediate learning. Suck Bill for short. At Suck Bill, your little girls will be educated in all the fine arts that will make them a success in today's Clinton world. They'll enjoy such guest teachers as Ted Kennedy.
6: This semester will be broken up into web- Two parts. We will be doing giggling and jiggling. uh, Which one do you girls want to start with? (laughs) It looks like we'll be doing jiggling.
1: So if you're a little cutie but are a little short on brains, Suck Bill will give you all the skills you need to go down all the way to the top.
6: I'm sorry, little girl. What did you say?
3: I said...
1: How am I doing,
16: Mr. Kennedy?
6: I think you're getting the point to quite well. Suck, Bill,
1: or someone else will. Call today.
4: 142, thank you so much. At 560 WQM. By the way, we got a note to filter down. It wants to come down the shaft from uh, Ben Dover, our program director. What what did I decide to call him? Ben Ben Down? Mr. Ben Down? And he said, by the way, I always knew you were a genius, but you're right about Chelsea's boyfriend. Okay, let's go to uh, Fort Myers. Hello. Neil, Mac. Yes, sir.
10: My sophomore year in school, I had a non-Caucasian, albino South African and became a naturalized American citizen. Yeah. And I always maintained that he was a black, white South African American, but he said no, that he was really a black, white South African American. Yeah. I think Caucasian sometimes can straighten that stuff
5: out. How about
4: just Oreo might do the job? Okay, we have an open line in Broward or date or wherever the hell it is. 5670560. Oh, Pound 560 out of you. I say let's keep it to one syllable words, okay? One syllable words. Spook, gook, kike, spick, mick, wop, wop. There you go. Pull well, Pollock. You can't, Pollock's too good to, you know. pull doesn't do the job. Unless it's Willie's. Huh? That's what the Pope said. Pull doesn't do the job. Okay, let's do a, a mobile and Kindle.
5: Hello,
6: Neil. Yes, there already is a uh, another sports station. There's a station up in Miami Springs simulcasting one-on-one sports. Whatever the hell that is. But right, the thing it, well, that, well,
4: wait a minute. So in other words, that's a, that's the station they were referring to with all these big rumors going on around here.
6: I well, this one's been on the air for quite a while, and uh, nobody basically. ever
4: even heard of it.
6: It's got about five watts. You can you can once you get past the one twelve expressway or once you get past. Well, that Jeff has got
4: go. the worst information. Why did they blew him out of clear channel, huh?
6: Hey, and the other thing I was yeah. calling about. Did you hear about the isolated incident yesterday? No, another one. Uh, a good A.M.E. minister, which is the uh, Schwarzer Church, um, got uh, is in trouble for uh, diddling with a uh, You know who with this young lady, girl by the way, George? Yeah. From from somewhere between o- from ocala to Tampa. Yeah. So, uh, I well, thanks for
4: the good news and boot we'll job. Okay. We have an open line at Broward Five six seven pound pound five sixty on the at and uh, wireless line. Yeah. We got one at fag,
5: kike, spick, mick, chink, chink, no gook or chink or jap. Chink that.
4: Here's a mobile in Miami beach. Hello. Yeah.
8: Neil. Yes, sir. I'm a long time listener. I called you one time when some, when you went in Italy and some, some chick laid a fart in the elevator. Remember that? Yeah, i on. remember yeah.
4: it, I can still smell it.
8: <laughs> well, Listen, I don't know what's wrong with these people. I'm labeled a New York Rican. Now, I always thought I was an American. Yeah. And they're calling me a New York Rican. I go to Puerto Rico, I'm a New York Rican. I go to New York, I'm a Spick. I'm a man with no land.
4: You know, so now, let me give you a little piece of advice. I'd whip out that swish blade one time, wave it in front of their post, They'll call you Mr. in no time. Have a great <laughs> day, I, pal. I, I, hey,
8: I got yes, a card sir. for you. Yeah, here, here's a card for you. There's no flags in Key West.
4: All right. That's what I hear. We have. A, why would anybody want to go to Key West? Do you have any idea? I mean, if we want to be around a lot of fags, you just go to South Beach. Or I can just go home. I mean, well, what what's the point?
18: There's topless women there too.
4: Oh, now that's the new deal. That straight people besides Suds Coleman go to uh, go to Key West. Is that what you're saying? Damn it!
18: Yeah, it's likely story. Paint.
4: No, I, I really don't understand that. I mean, if you want to get south, there's plenty of places here you can do it without going all the way down there on that rickety uh, two-lane highway to hell. Is it that great down there? It's, it's worth taking your life in your hands to drive that highway down there? No, no way. Here's a lady mobile in Cooper City. Hello.
14: Hello. Yes. Um, I'm a little bit annoyed with you. About though, what? Because, because, you know, I'm I'm Jamaican by birth, and um, I well, don't. don't know, now don't be
4: condescending to me. Don't start calling me son.
14: I didn't call you a son. But anyway, Neil, I don't hear you. want know, weren't uproaring when they started calling Cubans, Cubans, Americans, or. Italians started to... I never I never,
4: I never called anybody Cuban-American or no, I'm Italian-American. I'm just saying there
14: was no uproar then. I said, what? And when Italians started calling themselves second-generation... second ra- uh, Second-rate um, second
4: citizens? That's when, they, second that's when they started in mafia to turn that around, baby. China. That's second right. Second Not second-rate no more, sweetheart. Second
14: generation, just ask around in China, Vegas, don't Yeah. You know, I just think that is unfair for you to target African-Americans. Because what's wrong, Nicole, uh, what's wrong with someone calling somebody African American no,
4: no, seriously, let me ask you this question. Seriously. Have you ever heard anybody called a Canadian African or African Canadian?
14: No, I have never heard that. Well why not?
4: Aren't there black people in Canada?
14: Yes, but that's you. their that's their prerogative. But this is American. If we choose to call these people African Americans. So in other words I you say, am, I am African American I'm, fucking way. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm exactly what I'm saying. And this what is wrong with that? I mean aren't you positive an American? I mean, they're African American. Oh, but wait a minute, do I call, I call myself? Do I, do
4: I call myself like an American? An American fag? An American? Uh, I mean, what is that? That's
14: what you choose to call yourself. Oh and well, no. And I, no, I,
4: listen, if you want to call yourself, that'd be my guess. But I, I don't think most black people woke up one day and said, "Hey, I would be African American." They, they didn't say that. That was the white establishment invented that.
14: And not all. Said, here's a new label for you. Big, uh, incorrect grammar, by right. the way. And and you always seem to put them in a negative fashion. But who not- in a negative
4: fashion? The Jamaicans. I said, have a nice weekend. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the 18th. What what was her point? Does anybody know what it was? No. No. She was just a little worked up. She'll be all right. She was a nice lady. At least she wasn't condescending. That thing about the gym. Maybe it's just in their voice. You know that tone in their voice where they talk to you like, uh, like, just be patient with me because I'll take my, you know. Oh, man. There's that very sneering, looking down your nose kind of thing with the Jamaican women, man. Just uh, now, she was okay. I mean, even though what she was saying was full of crap, but she was nice. Here's Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I, did
17: you read the
10: Herald this morning about the article that uh, Yager's con- uh, Straka contributes his goal playing ability better by playing with Yager?
4: Yeah. Well, of course you agree with that? Well, uh, naturally. I mean, look at Kip Miller and Jan Herdina now. They changed the lines, and all of a sudden those guys are scoring goals. But the fact is that even after he's on another line now, Yagri or Strzok is still playing great. But, but naturally that's going to be a part of it. Okay. Don't you think that Whitney and the Niedermayer are going to be playing a hell of a lot better and scoring more than they already are than now that Burry is here? Right. When you play with greatness, it brings out the best. If you've got it, if you don't have it, it doesn't make any difference who you play with, so to speak.
10: So who do you like tonight now?
4: Who do I like? Mm-hmm. Why, you want to bet on a game? Yeah, what's the number on that panthers Penguin
5: game tonight? <laughs> <laughs> oh!
4: oh, my God. Now they burst my bubble. They're talking about that five. That Jeff High, as soon as he comes in here, he starts spreading bad rumors, you know. Some other sports station going on here, and he's spreading rumors that this one's going over there, and Joe's going there, and Hank's going there. Hank's just signed a new four-year deal here. He's not going anywhere. Oh, I'll be honest with you, what they're doing to him, it'll be lucky if we can keep him alive for four years. They keep slumping him around to these places. It's 11 before 2 at 560. Let me see. If my, my face is feeling fine right now, okay, for those who are keeping track. How about my uh, my neck? How's it looking in there? Huh? Looking okay? As good as it was this morning. You're good. 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 Great. There you go. Okay, let's hear it from my good doctor Fred over there at oh. Cleveland Clinic, Dr. Pasquignac. He's a good guy if he's good enough for the Panthers. In fact, he said to me yesterday, he's in the middle of examining me, he said, boy, if you ever saw Pavel Bury naked. And I said, yeah, and he just kind of snickered. Hey, if you're feeling lucky, speaking of that, there's action 24 hours today at Hollywood Seminole Gaming, which has given away more than a billion dollars since the opening in 1979, and you could be the next big wiener
3: she with your heart, I wonder.
2: If I softened your defenses with a chocolate thunder.
3: Valentine's Sunday. Open at the cloud. Treat the ones you love to the whole weekend. Bring your mum, your friend, or your really good friends. Because Valentine's more than just one night. At the Outback, it's no rules, just right.
1: The Outback opens
5: at noon on Valentine's Sunday. Out.